Constant awakening. Aloha and welcome, multidimensional friends, dreamers, shifters, light guardians from across this holographic matrix. This is Brendan, aka Wolf Shield, Mystic Spider Man, Skull Babylon, welcoming you back once again to another live broadcast presented here on behalf of Paradigm Shift Central, a portal for consciousness shifting media, building a global team of shifters, people who are actively helping assist with the shift in consciousness through acts of creativity and compassion. So, thank you so much, everyone. As we get started here on this live broadcast, go ahead and just drop some 11 11s in the chat to be able to to confirm that you guys can hear me okay and we'll get rolling through with this and if you haven't already yet and you're liking this in the future or in the present moment during the live uh please feel free to like this video that way so that more people will get to see it when it shows up in youtube's algorithms and uh yeah if you're watching this in the future absolutely please feel free to just leave a comment your engagement in any form is always super appreciated and i'll give a quick overview as to what to be able to expect from tonight's broadcast for those of you who may be entirely new but before we do that i I just want to be able to welcome our uh, other leading member, our fellow shifter within the community here for tonight's broadcast. So Katie, Katie, say just hello, hello, Katie. You can just be like, hello, and just do a quick audio check real quick if you want. So. Awesome. Sweet. All right. Thank you so much, Katie. We'll uh, hear a little bit more from Katie in a second as we get right into the discussion for tonight's Dream Class broadcast. So again, for those of you who have been here before, you know what to expect. This is a broadcast that we do once a month amongst other broadcasts that we do here within the Paradigm Shift Central community. And this broadcast in particular is very much related to the themes of dreaming, dream yoga, lucid dreaming, metaphysics, astral projection, consciousness. Where do dreams come from? Where do we go when we dream answer in the comments below but that is what we are here to do is to practice exploring these topics to practice exploring these questions as a team and to create this intentional space for us to be able to help continue to inspire educate and motivate one another on what i consider to be an incredibly important part within our spiritual path is to, to be able to pay more attention to our dreams is to be able to ask those questions like what are our dreams teaching us if they're coming from some Somewhere. who's sending them what are they here to be able to help show us what is the history of dreams been what are some of the practices that we can learn what is the science behind dreams and how can we continue to awaken our consciousness through engaging in our dreams and essentially again as i said learning to wake up both within these dreams and those dreams as in the dreams and the bigger dream so as we get into this i'll just uh again what, what i want to be able to do i want to be able to practice talking Talking with Katie, uh, me and Katie actually went to a recent lecture at the library by the Gnostic Association, which I actually uploaded to my YouTube channel. I actually posted a little bit about that earlier in the week where I was just like, yo, here's some homework for anybody who wants to check it out uh, in terms of watching this before you jump into tonight's class. In that video, I'll put a link up uh, for those of you who are interested, but it is already in the show notes for this video. And I highly do recommend you go watch it there because we're definitely not just going to reiterate everything that is mentioned during that lecture, but that lecture 
lecture is all about introdu an introduction to dream yoga, to dreams, dream practices, and lucid dreaming. And that was by our friend Phil, uh, who is actually the same Phil who you would be able to recognize from the, uh, the episode four of Leading the Shift, where we had him on as a Gnostic teacher. So some of you would actually recognize him from there. And he's got a lot of valuable information to share. So Katie and I were both there taking notes. And like I said, filming that video so that you can watch it too. And uh, yeah, we'll be able to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we'll be able to talk a bit about, you know, our personal experiences with dreams, some practices that have been working, uh, even just the progress that we've been making within the past week of going to that lecture. And then from there, uh, during this broadcast, I also will be reading more of the dream yoga book, Consciousness, Astral Projection, and the Transformation of the Dream State by Samael and War, which is a broadcast, which is a book that we were reading in the previous broadcast. So if you're looking for the first three chapters of us reading that, definitely go check it out. And again, the link for the information for that is in the show notes for this video so that you can check it out. So we've done lots of Dream Class broadcasts. We've been doing these since, I guess, 2016, I think. And uh, yeah, we've got over like 30-ish Dream Class broadcasts that are already online. So if you enjoy this, please feel free to go check out past ones. And hey, if you're interested in joining on air, then know that that totally is an option by sending me a direct message beforehand, before any of the broadcasts, uh, particularly the Dream Class broadcast, and also by signing up as a leading member within our community, which is people who are supporting on Patreon with monthly contributions. And again, that will help give you a reserve spot within the broadcast so that you can jump on air. If there are some people here within this broadcast who I already know who feel like they want to jump on air, then go ahead and send me a direct message uh, through Instagram would be the best place to do it that way. So I can see your message and I can send you a direct link for the zoom call. But again, that's only for people who I already know. So if I've like already like chatted with you, or if you've been in past broadcasts way in the way, way back in the day, uh, let me know. And then we can be able to invite you in. But for everybody who is here, know that your comments in the chat are are seen and are part of the discussion as well. So we'll start off just by asking the question of what brings us to dream class? Why are we here? You know, what is it about dreams that are so fascinating, so interesting uh, to us? And then from there, we'll talk a little bit about the, again, a little bit of the recent lecture, some of the notes that we were taking on that, what we learned, some of the synopsis that I can share about it. And then from there, we'll just kind of see where the conversation flows. We'll get to the book eventually. And all in all, this broadcast will probably be no more than about 90 minutes. But again, oh, and we'll also end with a shared dream tree medita meditation. That's when we like meditate on going to a shared place in the dream place. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about some dream theories, hypothesis, try not to literally just reiterate the same things that we do every, every broadcast, but also share some practical tips and tricks. And again, the intention of this broadcast is to be able to help assist and inspire you on your journey. One of the most important things when it comes to dream practices is being able to have community and being able to practice being a part of these discussions. So even just by you listening and having these discussions in your head with us, so to speak, that's still sending out a message to the universe to say like, yo, I'm interested in dreams. And then from there, you can start building up even more momentum towards your practice. So thank you again, everyone, for being here. And a reminder that this is all just practice. Practice to be able to talk about the things that we don't normally get a chance to be able to do. And that's why we create this sacred digital space for community. So thank you so much, everyone, for being here. And uh, yeah, keep sharing that broadcast and keep that chat nice and active. And we'll read some comments there. So for everybody here in the chat, go ahead, drop a comment. What brings you to dream class? Why is this something that you're interested? Maybe you can be like, yo, I'm looking to learn a little bit more. I'm 
just always been interested. Maybe I'm like, you know, a level 95, like lucid dreamer or something like that, <laughs> whatever works for you. And uh, yeah, I'd love to be able to hear a little bit more about that. So thank you again, everyone. So with that said, we'll begin passing the talking stick around and we'll start off by passing it to Katie. And Katie, thank you so much for joining us here for dream class. And again, just starting off with uh, any sort of basic introduction. And uh, from there, you can just share a little bit more about what brings you to dream class. And uh, yeah, go right ahead, Katie, whenever you're ready. Okay. Um, so I'm Katie and I'm from Ontario too and met Brendan in person and just a lot of things I was resonating with so of course I wanted to see who all else is in this community and um, we've ran into each other at a couple events locally and one of them was the stream yoga lecture and um, I just like participating in anything that I can learn something from especially in dreams, I think is a whole untapped place for me that I would just love to dive more into. And I actually learned a lot from this lecture and it was pretty cool. So for me, I really feel like dreams are important because sometimes things happen that give me clarity to situations. Sometimes I have dreams and then the next day, what happened in my dream happens in real life. So I definitely love to learn more about it and talk to people who have similar situations. And, and um, I, I'm just so drawn into finding out more knowledge and, and seeing how I can use that to help me make the most of this lifetime and share that with others. So I think that's all I can think of to say right now. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. And yeah, again, you know, like with, with myself, I think it, it's such a amazing thing to just, Oh, sorry. I have to unmute myself. There you go. Okay. There. Now you can hear me. Sweet. Perfect. Um, yeah, no, I, I was just saying, you know, again, like with dreams, like the, it, it's the curiosity that, that has always kind of like drawn me back to dreams. It's the mystery of them. You know, the idea that it's just like, there's something here. There's something that is calling me here. And again, and I think to kind of share into a bit of my own reasons, you know, why am I here in addition to the things that I've already shared? I think a lot of it from not even just myself, but from a soul level is this idea that like I'm interested in dreams because it's like me feeling the call back to like home it's home you know like there's this like there's like that 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 word has actually come up recently um i put up a post uh the other day and i asked people you know like where do we go when we dream and i remember one person actually like literally like that was their answer they just put home you know and so again there is this uh, idea and this was something that was talked about during the dream uh the dream yoga lecture that we went to which again is in the show notes so i really recommend people watch that you can just even put it on just as an audio file to listen in the background but the understanding of the dream space, and this isn't just like a secular belief or just like one-off belief, is this idea 
and me sharing this is to help us get contacts. But the dream space is actually like the same place that we go to when we die it is the same place that we come from before we are born, you know? So in that sense, like it literally can be thought of as like the spirit realm, another dimension, something that has always been there beyond time. It's outside of time. And this idea is such a miraculous idea. It's such an intriguing idea. And it's, it's, it just blows my mind that, you know, like we as humans, we're, we're constantly like seeking new discoveries to the stars and we're blasting off in rockets and we're going outward and outward and outward. And we're looking for all like the mysteries of the universe that way. Meanwhile, that's great. But meanwhile, as much as we put our effort towards looking outwards, we as a culture need to start putting our efforts towards looking inwards because there are these mysteries and these marvels and these truths and these revelations that are right at the very heart of our being. But again, with dream practices, sometimes dreams can kind of just like things will just happen. Sometimes you'll just get a crazy dream or you'll happen to have a loose dream and you'll just be like, oh my God. I don't even know what I did to deserve that, but some sort of message came through and this is like changing my life. But other times it's like in order to be able to kind of reach those stars, so to, so to speak, like Ad Astra to like go to the stars, you have to build your rocket ship. And the way that you build your, your dream rocket ship is through practice, is through discipline, is through consistency, is through using techniques that work. And that's what I mean when I say that there is actually a science to dreams. And that's actually a good thing because the science is the fact that, hey, here's like a bunch of techniques that people before you have done and have benefited from and have proven time and time again that they work. Like that's the thing with the way dreams are. Regardless of your particular beliefs, regardless of what God you may or may not believe in, if someone were to give you instructions and say, hey, do this, 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 and this, and then come back and tell me if your dreams became more vivid if you started having lucid dreams it will happen it will happen and i put up like a little post today um which I'll, we can go over in a minute about like some practical tips uh, about dream yoga and awakening your consciousness and some of this came from the lecture and yeah so again i think dreams for me the reason why i'm here is because i feel that we would be abandoning a part of ourselves if we went forward into the future as a culture and left dreams behind. If we just continue to, you know, move forward with this paradigm of just being like, you know, dreams are just unimportant. Like, don't don't even worry about them. They don't benefit your real life. So don't even worry about them. And that's, again, a lot of what our society is kind of conditioning people into. Like there's other than a few mainstream movies or even like some indie movies or, you know, things like that. Most people have very minimal uh, reinforcement from mainstream media to say like, hey, pay attention to your dreams. Like imagine if the if, if, if in the news, if in the news, like, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, good morning world. This is your breakfast television and I'm your host, Sunshiny. And did you remember to write down your dreams this morning? Here's your regular reminder to get a good sleep and make sure that you keep that dream journal nice and close and handy. Like what? Like that doesn't happen. That's never going to happen. I mean, it's going to happen here. <laughs> Sunshiny. You guys like that? <laughs> so, But anyways, what I'm saying is that we during this broadcast we during as, as a community we are creating this culture we are creating this culture of everyone showing up together and saying yo this is important to me this is really important for me and it's bringing forth that like ancient wisdom that ancient knowledge that ancient truth uh through past past practices and, and from our heart to be able to like move it forward so that more people 
in in the ripples that we make we'll be able to find solace and being able to like meet someone such as yourself you listening to this broadcast and be like yo like i love talking about dreams but i never have anyone to talk to about dreams with like i'm so happy that i found you and now we can actually talk about dreams and riff back ideas back and forth and that's the thing like a lot of people have been doing research on dreams there's a lot of great books there's a lot of podcasts but a lot of it again it's just kind of like subculture but it's becoming more main mainstream culture and it's happening because of discussions like this this is literally consciousness doing what it can to help wake itself up to have these discussions so again i think very simply put that you know for me dreams are important because as we continue to awaken within our dreams we are awakening within this dream you realize that this reality is another version of the dream that's something that i've talked about and that goes back to the basic idea of understanding that when you become lucid in a dream you realize that your thoughts create and it's understanding that here within this reality as you become more aware you're realizing that your thoughts are creating this reality too so it's like this reality and the dream space they're made of the same stuff and their laws and their conditions and their dynamics and their server rules are slightly different, but more or less congruent and consistent between uh, one another. So if you can learn something from the dream space, it can usually be applied uh, to this space, such as like conquering nightmares and like, you know, stepping into your hero, activating yourself. And again, with the dream space, I'll just hit upon this real quick and then we'll get into some tips and talk about a little bit more of the lecture. The dream space, I feel... As we continue to evolve our consciousness, which is exactly what we're doing with this broadcast, we're creating space for that to happen, you know, this is also opening us up into more of our galactic identity. Again, going into that question or going into that idea that, you know, we as humans, we're like looking for aliens outside. We're like, we're like, oh no, there's no aliens in any star systems nearby. And this is like kind of sad and stuff like that. Um, like even the movie Ad Astra, for those of you who, who haven't checked it out yet, check that out because that movie's kind of like that. It's like us looking to the stars. But meanwhile, I'm like sitting in the theater. I'm like, Lucid, you guys got to look into dreaming. You can talk to aliens in your dreams too. Like, don't forget about that, NASA. And uh, But that's the thing. <laughs> Most people don't pay attention to that. But when we do start paying attention to your dreams, you realize that our dreams are actually a gate, are actually a nexus for us to be able to contact and communicate with higher intelligent consciousness higher 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 degrees of consciousness not even necessarily higher intelligence but just like higher vibrations of consciousness this is what we're talking about like astral beings like ancient guides what we would think of as aliens interdimensional beings literally when we enter into the dream space we're like traversing through these multiple realms and um quick plug for those of you who uh, hadn't already yet you would have seen in uh, the video that I did interviewing drunk students about like aliens Sasquatch dreams and dimensions I literally asked them like where do we go when we dream and like 80% of the people were like yo we go to another dimension so like that's the thing like without even me having to say anything more and more people are starting to pick up on this they're starting to kind of without anyone telling them this they're just like yo like i'm pretty sure i go to another dimension when i dream and i'm pretty sure that there's something there and i should be looking into this and i wish i had community and i wish i had podcasts like this to be able to remind me and encourage me that i'm not crazy and that there actually is like some value to looking into this and again what is the value the value is very personal the value is about being able to learn from experience to know from experience and it's also about being able to meet ourselves. This is like such a valuable thing. And I'll just, I'll just kind of say this and then we'll, we'll pass over to Katie, just kind of move into a little bit of talks on the lecture. But I think like, you know, people would just be like, why should I pay attention to dreams? Like why, 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 why? I got everything I need in front of me. You know, why pay attention to your dreams? You pay attention to your dreams as an investment to your, to, to the, to the, 
constant evolution of your soul to leveling up within the game and as i said to meeting more of yourself i think through the dream space it's like integrating our 5d consciousness with our 3d body it's like that's the spot where they meet you know that's the spot where the 5d consciousness is like yo here's some valuable information here's who you are and then the 3d reality is like oh my god like i remember i remember now more in who i am and then we bring that into our identity uh into our mission here within this 3d reality so that's just some of the reasons again why i'm here is that i feel that as we continue to study more about dreams to encourage people to practice more about dreams and to have these vivid experiences we continue to wake up as multi-dimensional beings we continue to wake up to more of our potential as dreamers within the dream and we become more powerful and more intentional leaders within this dream it allows us to be like yo if i can like become lucid there then i'm gonna like manifest some amazing beautiful stuff for like my local community and really just like continue to like become the master of my own destiny and things of that nature so if that resonates with you go ahead and uh drop some 11 11s down the chat i'm gonna go over some of the comments in the next little bit but again if anybody leaves a comment what brings you to dream class go ahead and let me know in the comments and um Katie, so going back to the lecture that we had with Phil from the Gnostic Association, uh, what were some of the takeaways that that you got from that? Like, obviously, you took some notes, and and how did you kind of like leave that class and begin begin implementing some of the practices that were that were brought that were brought forth from the lecture? And give, tell us a little bit about you know like how the week after the lecture has kind of been for you, even within your own dream practices, if you don't mind. Yeah, I, um, I Ooh. actually, hold on. The audio is all super glitchy again. And oh. I don't know why it keeps doing that. Okay. Um, give me two seconds, everyone. I'm going to literally just join the broadcast. Okay. So you stay there, Katie. I'm just going to do the thing and do a quick thing. So hang tight, everyone. I don't think you're going to see me for just two seconds, but this is, uh, apparently I have to do this cause for some reason the audio was glitched out and I'm going to do this real quick and we're back in all right here we go okay try again katie can you hear me yeah i can but i don't know why it's getting all glitchy like that can you guys confirm in the chat are you hearing katie is like like it's like so um hmm. go ahead just try saying something again hello everybody Oh man, that's weird because it was working. Okay, hold on. I I know what I'm going to completely shut down Zoom and rejoin. Okay, two seconds, Katie. Okay, all right. Hang tight, everyone. I just have to do this again, and hopefully it should work this time. I think I just had to like completely close Zoom. I don't know why I did that. Okay, now try, Katie. How about now? What? I don't understand. Katie, can you try leaving and joining? I don't know. If you don't mind. Okay. That's so weird. For those of you who have been in broadcast in the past, you know that like this isn't normally an issue. So I'm not exactly sure what's causing it. Um, but yeah, Katie, go ahead. Just try leaving and joining real quick. And we'll just kind of keep chatting. And uh, again, I'm going to read some of the comments in the chat as well uh, for those of you who are here. So thank you again so much for joining. And um, blah, 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 blah. wait, you guys are saying it sounds good. No, I don't think you're hearing the same sound I'm hearing then. Um was her sound like totally like um because that's what it was sounding like for me okay maybe it's just my headphones hold on okay um katie go ahead and just uh say hello and talk for a second 
everybody. My name's Katie. <laughs> okay, for those of you in the chat, just confirm whether or not Katie sounds fine. And if she does, we'll move forward with it because it may it may just be my headphones. Like that may actually be the case, which could explain it. <laughs> um but yeah, okay, so go ahead, Katie. Just start just start talking and I'll keep an eye open in the chat and otherwise we'll uh make sure we find a way to fix it. So go ahead, Katie, give us an update on what you're gonna share. Okay. I didn't know what dream yoga was about. I have I have I have um hold on hold on katie i just hit a button now they can't hear you even though i could hear you a second ago sorry everyone this is like a weird technical thing okay hold on it's my headphones i know for 100 percent it's my headphones for some reason so give me two seconds here um katie try saying something real quick No, it's not picking up at all right now. Sorry, everyone. Give us two seconds here. I'm just going to... Okay, I got to... Okay, hold on. I, I'm just going to restart Zoom. Katie, you stay there. This should fix it, though. All right. Da -da -da -da. All right, thanks again, everyone, for your patience. And I hope this works. Because otherwise, I think it's just my headphones that are kind of getting all glitchy and stuff okay oh now hold on zoom working okay one second and yeah again for those of you in the comment uh i'll read over your comments in the next little bit but yeah please feel free to tell us a little bit about why dreams are important to you what brings you to dream class and i know a lot of you are probably not even like probably not entirely familiar with the term dream yoga per se okay um katie try saying something now is it can you hear me now yeah okay i can hear you now and sorry just say something one more time hello welcome yeah, to okay all right we're, we're good to go Okay, good. Thank you again, everyone, for your patience. Uh, yeah, just a little bit of, like, Agent Smith there trying to slow us down within the Matrix. Sometimes that happens when we talk about, like, super high vibrational things. The the Archons will infect our computers and try to take us down through technical glitches. Maybe, maybe not. But anyways, let me just make sure that things are looking good. And Katie, if you don't mind, can you, if you can actually just, like, kind of, like, start off again uh, with what you were sh saying about uh the dream lecture class and i'm just gonna get things all set up in the background here because i didn't hear what you were saying the first time oh, so. okay okay so what i was saying is that i went to this lecture called dream yoga thinking that i was going to actually do yoga and when i realized it was in a library i was kind of confused how we were going to be doing yoga there but it's more like in your mind 
that you're maneuvering through dream space to connect with your higher self. And I thought that was a really cool way to describe it. And I really took dreams sometimes symbolically, but I really looked at them literally. And this lecture really helped me realize that sometimes even though it seems like your dreams are showing you something important, it might be a way to get your attention to wake you up within the dream and then see what else you can do beyond what it appears to be. So it's not what it seems to be. It could be something deeper that you can explore. But sometimes it's hard to realize that you're dreaming when it's happening. And um, if you can have these triggers that happen to kind of remind you like, right, I can be in control here and discover new things and find out more about my consciousness in here than you've, that's when you've accomplished the dream yoga, I believe. So just a lot of really cool, different ways of looking at your dreaming is what I learned from here. And uh, something that he recommended that we do is to keep a dream journal. And I've been doing that since the lecture. I was so excited to go to bed so I could wake up and write it down. And I thought for sure I would forget everything. But as soon as I put my hand to the paper and I just started writing, it all came out and it just kept flowing. So I had to tell myself, don't be afraid of forgetting because then that fear is keeping me from remembering. And I just had to let myself write it out. And every day I've had, I don't know if you can see this, but I've had lots to write about so far. And if I were to just try to think about it and remember it, it wouldn't really feel like much, but the more I wrote, the more description came and the more intense it got. And even my kids now are coming to me in the morning and telling me what their dreams are about. So I got them to draw it in a picture and tell me what they thought was going on in it. So it's something that me and my kids are doing together now when they wake up in the morning with me. It's really cool. That's awesome. That's beautiful. And, and it, that's like really inspirational to just see like the, the detail that you're getting from in, in your dream journal as well. Was that and like was had you written a dream journal like in the past or is this brand new to you? I haven't wrote them out before, but whenever I had a really impactful dream, I would usually draw it out in a picture. Mm. Um, the ones that really felt like they meant something so I wouldn't forget but I've never kept up with it consistently so this mm. is new to me and I I look forward to waking up in the morning and doing it now and I'm not a well, morning that's awesome. person <laughs> that's that's great and, and again I think like I think that's like that's really one of the tricks to to being able to practice dream yoga and and again we'll just kind of clarify what dream yoga means in a second is the idea of being able to get excited about it you know, to actually be able to kind of like every night, it's like you got like this like kinder egg surprise and you're just like, ooh, like what's inside? What's inside? You know, and you get to like open it up. At least I don't know. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Some sort of gift, some sort of present, something that is like a mystery that's going to unravel itself. And, uh, and and again, you know, like it's, it's a lot to do with intention. It's a lot to do with like how we show up. And it sounds like the fact that you're already remembering your dreams to such vivid degree. Uh, that's great. And, and, and I guess like you've already kind of got like the other elements that 
we talked about during the lecture uh, already in place, such as, you know, just like a tidy sleeping space, like a good sleep schedule, um, you know, like not smoking cannabis, uh, like before bed and, and just kind of like avoiding big meals and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, like uh, just just kind of give, give me, if you don't mind, just like a couple more details. Like, did you did you rearrange your space, uh, your sleeping space again following the lecture? Because that was one of the things they talked about, you know, like one of the first steps is like clean your room and tidy your temple, you know, because that's like a very intentional act that that can greatly affect the rest of your practice. Um, I didn't make those changes after actually those changes happened prior to the lecture so it's kind of cool how it worked out that way I um we switched rooms and I rearranged it felt at peace with it so I guess when he brought up keeping a tidy room it made me appreciate my room more and notice how it makes me feel instead of just getting in it and going to bed and dreading the next day which isn't always how I feel but sometimes when you know you're going to have a busy day it's harder to go to sleep but now that I'm focusing on um kind of on how magical this experience could be I just let myself before I go to sleep I make the intention that I'm going to remember and I'm going to wake up in the morning and set that time for myself to be able to write it down even if it is just a couple minutes and um I always end up having the time even when I think I don't so it just seems like once I made the intention the path was laid out for me and I'm just kind of following along that's awesome that's beautiful and um a, a little bit later in the broadcast would you be comfortable sharing any of the things that you have written in your dreams just to I know people would just be like, oh, sweet, you know, because because I think even just kind of like hearing the style of how you might share might, again, just kind of inspire people. And and again, like within so within within the dream lecture, which, uh, again, I encourage people to check it out. I'll post a link for that into the YouTube. And and if you're watching this live, I'm going to post a link for it and just go ahead and bookmark it and like make a note to watch it later. Like if you're if you're here, if if again, if this is something where I don't want to just say like if you're serious about this, but if you are like very interested about this um then absolutely one of the ways that you want to be able to get more into it is by educating yourself by investing in yourself so go ahead and bookmark that link uh again that's introduction to dreams dream practices and lucid dreaming and that was at the the gnosis lecture which again that gnosis lecture was just basically titled uh like introduction to dream yoga um so again what does the term dream yoga mean because as kate was saying you know that that title can sort of be interpreted in different ways and some people might kind of find it a little bit misleading but i think it basically goes back to the idea that you know like what is yoga in itself like what we think of as yoga and kind of like a mainstream version is the postures and the standing and the hot rooms and you know the things of that nature yoga in itself if you're just like really break it down can really be applied to anything it's more kind of just like like a practicing of like a way of being something where you're like very present where you're like in your breath where you're in your where your attention is in that moment so like you know like washing washing dishes washing dishes could be a yoga um and uh again you know like uh even just again like playing sports could be a yoga so in this way it's like to to be fully present 
as much as possible to be able to work towards mastering some sort of craft that in itself can be thought of as like a, a yoga of that and so dream yoga is again a way to be able to like learn the dynamics of dreaming to be able to master it to be able to study from those who have come before us and to be able to develop the the routines that are going to help us move forward and grow and evolve and to be able to get more about what what the dreams can can offer us so i put up a post earlier today on instagram and some of you already would have seen this and um for anybody here who wants me to like read something on screen if you have something particular uh just do me like do like put like exclamation marks at the beginning and the end of your comments otherwise like that way so like if you have something where it's like hey i want to say this on screen i want you to read this on air put exclamation points like three exclamation points at the beginning and end of your comment that way so it'll just help me filter it but i put up a post earlier today on instagram and again i share this to be able to help provide additional tips uh for people who are developing their dream practices and so this is 10 practical trips for dream yoga and awakening consciousness uh first one clean your sleeping environment i'll just kind of go through these uh, real quick uh number two keeping a dream journal and using it consistently number three practicing mindfulness and meditation number four adopting healthy sleep patterns number five moderate chronic moderate chronic cannabis use to minimal use or not at all number six intentionally evoke awe wonder and curiosity of the world around you Number seven, surround yourself with community of others also interested in dream yoga. Number four, study more about about the metaphysical nature of dreams. Number nine, uh, did I? Yeah, wait, anyways. Number nine, practice talking about dreams and dream concepts. And number eight, number 10, be practice or sorry, be patient and vigilant. So just kind of going up to the the top one uh, there and just kind of working our way through this. Because again, each time that we do this broadcast, we always want to keep in mind that there's going to be people who are tuning into this for the first time. So they're just like, hey, this is, you know, I want to learn more about dreams. I want to be able to like get lucid. I want to be able to, you know, activate my avatar mode within the dream space in this physical dimension. Like, how do I do it? How do I get started? So again, making the intention of these broadcasts to be like, educational and inspirational practical tips absolutely cleaning your sleeping environment why is that important again kind of as as what katie and i were already talking about like that helps create the intention it helps reinforce your practice it helps reinforce like the external the external representation of like you choosing to again like I, I want to say take this seriously because there is a degree where you have to take this seriously because if you kind of show up to it like half-assed, it's really easy to just let it slide. It's really easy to just let it go. So having that room clean is actually, again, like each day when you're keeping it clean or if you notice it getting dirty and you tidy it, it's about kind of like reinforcing your intention to be able to like work towards that practice. But it's also about being able to just like feel like where you can relax where it doesn't have to feel like you know it's just like oh things are messy and things are tidy and again by being able to like see it as a temple in the same way you wouldn't let a temple get like all dirty you want to be able to like treat your room like a temple and because this is what i think is really important is because every night when we go to sleep you can literally think about it as being like a psychedelic ceremony and, and so in that sense being able or even just a sacred ceremony in that sense like you're creating that sacred space you're reinforcing it you're, you're kind of clearing the energetic uh vibration of the atmosphere which is again helping create space to reinforce you being able to open yourself up to more of these dream experiences 
So keeping a dream journal and using it consistently, this is again, one of the things that we were already talking about and so incredibly important and probably one of the most immediate things that everybody here can do if you're not already doing it. And we do recommend getting a dream journal that doesn't have to be super, super fancy, but can just be something like pretty, pretty basic. It can be like just a regular notebook, something that you're not going to like worry about, you know, trying to like write with the most like amazing things or something again this kind of came in the, came up in lecture you, you don't want to think like oh i had a bad dream so i don't want to write it in there because this is like my like sacred journal and stuff like that it's like no this more needs to be seen as like like your student notebook type thing where you're like taking notes and you're taking notes on your dream and you're getting better and again when it comes to writing down your dreams consistently this literally develops a muscle it develops an ability to get better at recalling dreams simply by practicing writing them down and it kind of creates this again almost like this like like non-linear circumstance where the universe is paying attention and be like oh this person's writing down their dreams good we're gonna send them something worth writing down we know they're paying attention we're gonna send it so it's like you have to understand that the way how dreams work there's a bit of re like reverse like like retro causality that that's happening here it's like would you have had that dream if you weren't going to write it down the next morning or did you have that dream because you were going to write it down that next morning and your non-hired and your higher dimensional self, non-linear self actually knew that and that's why it sent you that dream. So again, that, that, that may be a bit of a paradigm shift uh, for people because some people are just like, oh, like I'm only going to write down my dreams if I start remembering them but you're not remembering them because you're not writing them down, right? So like, think about that from that perspective. Katie, does that does that kind of make sense? Does that, is that a bit of a paradigm shift? Do you understand what I'm saying there? I think so. Like, um, if you, it's kind of like if somebody wants to test, if you're listening to them while they're talking, then you say something that's not true and completely random and crazy just to see if they react to it. It's kind of how I take it. And then that way, if they're like, wait, what did you just say? Then you noticed it and you're paying attention. But if you just keep going, mm, aha, yeah, sure, I get that. Then they're like, okay, he's not even paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and, and, and again, like with, with this, like, I think, I think it really is important to just continue to like check in with yourself and be like, am I paying attention? Am I paying attention to my dreams? Because like one of the simplest ways that you can think about this is like think of yourself as a student and think of the dreams as a teacher. And the teacher is constantly there. Then the, the teacher is your higher self. The teacher is God. The teacher is, you know, like ancient deities. The teacher is aliens. Whatever you want to think of it as, it's there to be able to be like, you know, like here's a lesson. Here's something of value. Here is something for you. And this is just kind of like a side note. But like when we really adopt that idea of understanding that every single dream is there to serve us, that can become a big paradigm shift. Because, you know, like even people are just like, oh, well, I don't want the bad dreams. I don't want the dreams that are going to make me feel uncomfortable and things like that. They're still there to serve you. And I was actually having a conversation with a, with, with a person just recently. And, and again, it was kind of like this idea that like they kind of went through an, an uncomfortable dream. But even still, I was kind of, I was kind of like just like reinforcing the idea that like, 
that dream was like energy moving through you. It was like maybe something that was like that you were holding on to and maybe you hadn't fully acknowledged it. You were you were like repressing it. And because of that, it kind of like build up, build up, build up. And then it came through in this like super vivid and ultimately uncomfortable dream experience. But it was still valuable because it actually like helped move that energy through that person as a result of that dream experience. So it's kind of like it, it, sometimes it was like, again, we have dreams. We usually just think of nightmares as being the bad dreams, but oftentimes there are dreams where it's just like uncomfortable situations uh, that we go through. It might not be classified as a nightmare, but it's like something where it's just like, Ooh, this is like emotionally like really raw or something like that. And again, like when that happens, that is there to serve you. And maybe it's serving you is to help move that energy uh, through your system. So again, that was just a couple of thoughts that I had earlier today that I just want to be able to share. So again, dream journal, super, super important. If anybody here, so for everybody here, if you already have a dream journal, uh, drop a 333 in the comments. I just want to be able to make sure. And even if you're planning on getting a dream journal, drop a 333. So pretty much I want everybody here to drop a 333 in the comments. So other notes on here, practicing mindfulness and meditation. Why is this valuable? Again, meditation and mindfulness. And I see some comments there. I'm going to read those in a second. Meditation and mindfulness is incredibly valuable, especially when you get to, you know, the parts in, in your practice where you're benefiting from like meditating before going to bed. You're, ben- you're, med- you're, you're, you're benefiting from just being able to like relax yourself before going to sleep. You're being able to like hold that intention. So just by being able to practice meditation in a general sense allows you to also be able to just like enter the dream space with more intention, with more calmness. And it also goes over to eventually once you become when if you achieve lucidity in a dream, which is not always the goal, but definitely a goal when you achieve lucidity in a dream. Oftentimes people will be like, oh my God, I'm lucid. And then they just get so excited and then they wake up. If you can get into that state of like bringing mindfulness into your physical reality, then when you become lucid, the practice there is to be able to bring mindfulness into that moment and be like, okay, like I'm lucid, breathe, connect with my breath. What am I feeling right now? What is my environment? What am I aware of? And and so that is like very useful in that sense. And again, the idea of practicing mindfulness and meditation is to literally just like, practice becoming more aware of your environment like like right now like i want everybody right now wherever they are i want you to look up and i want you to pay attention to the ceiling and i want you just like look at it and just be like huh okay all right it's there good and now if you were to actually like develop as weird as that may seem a habit of kind of like looking at the ceiling almost like with a curiosity and maybe you can trigger yourself to do this this is an actual technique to do it every time you walk through a door frame every time you walk through a door frame just make a little habit of just kind of looking at the ceiling and what you're actually doing again is kind of like bringing more mindfulness into the curiosity but that can also relay over as like a reality check where eventually you're going to get into a dream and you're going to look up and there won't be a ceiling and you'll just be like hmm how peculiar and hopefully if it's like something out of place will actually be there to trigger your awareness and that's again that's why dreams oftentimes oftentimes like things will be 
oddly out of place within dreams but if we're not fully mindful of it we won't really be aware of it but sometimes those things that are slightly out of place are actually there to be initiator elements which is what's something we'll talk a little bit more uh later as well um so uh katie just passing it over to you how do you feel like any other notes uh any other thoughts related to the tip of practicing mindfulness and meditation and how that can kind of like assist with our dream practices uh anything that you might even just like have to share personally from that feel free well i just wanted to say something when you mentioned looking at the ceiling to remind yourself of where you are and what's going on i as a kid growing up whenever i would watch a movie and i felt scared i would look at the ceiling and look at all the corners and remind myself this isn't real this movie isn't real so when you mentioned that it just kind of brought all those memories back of me doing that as a kid because it really helped me feel secure in knowing that I'm not experiencing what I'm watching and that's part of what this dream yoga is about too is taking yourself out of like you said out of the fantasy and taking yourself out and looking at it as an observer and then you can see more I guess a a broader perspective um so that that was kind of cool and then when you talk about the mindfulness I think I haven't been able to achieve lucidity yet that I'm, I'm pretty sure I haven't. I think I would know if I did, but I think that definitely practicing more meditation, more mindfulness will help because um, it's really good to um, slow the mind down and not get caught up in how fast things are rolling because then you miss things so in day-to-day life when you haven't meditated or you haven't grounded yourself you could be all over the place and you don't know what's going on and you feel so scatterbrained and maybe you get a little anxiety I think the same thing with dreams if you go to bed and you're still feeling kind of chaotic then you won't really know what's what's being caused by you and what you're observing because you just get lost in it and I think that would be a really good way to practice self-control and awareness by calming the mind and slowing the thoughts down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And and as many of us know, like meditation has many, many benefits to it. And even just to be able to help us, you know, becoming more aligned with our intentions, if we can make that that practice, you know, instead of just being like, okay, I'm going to go to bed and then you just jump right into bed. It's like, okay, I'm going to go to bed with intention. And then you take that time in your meditation to really just reflect. And you really just kind of, again, use like retrospective analyzation to think back on your day to kind of like empty your mind, to clear your slate, to empty your cup. And then that way, so new dreams can fill it up. Like that, that's actually a practical way to kind of think about, you know, why would I want to meditate? Uh, not even just in general, but even before bed would be to think that like during your meditation, it's kind of like you emptying your cup of like all those extra thoughts that uh, that might be busying your mind and things like that. And then you're just like, okay, I'm just kind of clearing that. And now I'm making space for what the dreams have to give me. And, and again, you know, it's also this, I kind of think of it as this idea that like with all of these tips, it's almost like there's like a little like, like some sort of like video game meter that that's filling up. And like every time you meditate, it like fills it up a little bit more. Every time you like write down a dream journal, it fills it up a little bit more. So as you keep doing this, it kind of like moves it up to like this threshold where it's like, 
ding, 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 like awesome dreams imminent, you know? So it's like kind of like step by step by step, but all these things continue to add up to each other. So again, like that's kind of the idea is that with these dream practices, it is really again it's 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 a it's a practice that is more than just one thing you know like if you're if you're writing down your dreams but then you're like still smoking cannabis every day like that that may kind of like interfere you kind of have to have the things that are supporting uh each other and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second going back to the dream thing i wanted to just be able to read uh, one of the comments from the chat uh by paranormal geek which is absolutely something important and uh, we accidentally just kind of passed over real quick uh they wrote even if you don't remember the whole dream just at least write down key notes of the dream it's a good start to a dream journal absolutely so again quick practical tip for everybody here if you might be like well i can't really remember all my dreams again even when you're starting if it's just like a single place uh, a single person or a single thing that you did or even like a, a color or even a feeling that is also something that you can anchor in on sometimes people forget about that they think they try to th- like think of like the objective elements of the dream but it's always important to look at the subjective elements of the dream and take notes on that you know like when you wake up it's like okay how am i feeling right now how was i feeling in my dream am i feeling am i feeling excited am i feeling nervous am i feeling scared am i feeling confused uh things like that what was i feeling in my dream was i feeling feeling, you know, joyful? Was I feeling love? So again, you can kind of use those. And again, as you practice writing down what may just be like a few little phrases, point form notes and chicken scratch in the middle of the night, eventually that will begin to become more detailed. It's like flexing a muscle. You'll get stronger and stronger as you do it. So again, other things, we'll just hit upon this real quick. And then uh, after this, we'll talk a little bit more just in general, and we'll eventually get into at least a couple chapters of the dream yoga book. Uh, adopting healthy sleep patterns, uh, incredibly important and probably something that a lot of us, uh, might struggle with, you know, and, and again, if you're struggling with that, there's, there's variables that you want to be able to look at, you know, like even just check in, like, what are you doing before sleep? Like, are you actually relaxing before sleep or are you stimulating your mind by looking at your phone, like a foot away from your face? Or are you watching Netflix and falling asleep like that? Um, what like did you exercise before falling asleep like sometimes like just doing a little bit of stretching and just like exercise can just allow the body to relax which is very 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 wonderful to be able to go to sleep when your body is like nice and relaxed but your mind's like still kind of awake that can usually like definitely set the set the the foundation for some very powerful dream recall as well so again you know like within dreams in order to be able to get into those deep dream states, the REM states, you know, those those brain waves where you can really get into like, you know, like low, um, geez, um, I'm not to speed on my brain waves. I want to say Delta maybe is the sleep one. But anyways, when you're in those like low brain waves, again, when you're nice and relaxed, like those are something that we can only enter into after we've been asleep for at least like three or four hours and then we start to get deeper and that's what people usually talk about if they're just like oh i only slept like you know and i kind of woke up in the middle of the night and lo and behold i didn't really have much recall and everything like that so it's again you're creating the conditions and creating those healthy sleep patterns where you're just like okay what can i do to be able to get like those good like you know eight hours of sleep like eight hours of sleep should be like your your target for for a healthy night and, um, and again, just doing that will just kind of condition the body to be able to be like, okay, sweet. We got enough time and space here to like really go deep. And, and again, even thinking of it from the higher perspective, if the higher, the higher daemons, the higher consciousness is just like, yo, this person's not going to get that deep into sleep. They're just going to be asleep for like, you know, three hours. And then they're randomly going to wake up. 
we're not going to send them that dream. We're not going to send the parcel. We're not going to send like, you know, like that message at this time, because we want to make sure that they're able to be ready to receive it. And they're going to be more ready to receive it when they're in that deep, deep state of consciousness. So again, I think I, I know for some of you that may be kind of like a very peculiar idea, but, but for myself, I really just kind of think that, you know, dreams are very much a cooperative experience between ourself and the universe between ourself and higher consciousness and for many people again in mainstream they're just thought that like our dreams are just in our head it's just us it's just neurons firing but i think it's you actually create more context and you can actually understand it, at least from my experience but again this is all just information think for yourself to really kind of get into the idea of thinking about dreams as being a relationship between you and your higher self, between you and God, between you and spirit. And how are you creating these channels? How are you creating these spaces to be able to communicate with those parts of yourself? And so again, if you're just like, and not to say like, again, I know sometimes people's sleep patterns are going to be different and people live, lead, lead busy lives. So there's no shame in, in not always getting a good sleep. But when we have that intention of just being like, yo, I want to be able to get that like solid eight hours of sleep and I want to go to bed at a decent time and wake up at a decent time. That is also me like honoring the relationship that I have with the universe and being like, yo, universe, I'm going to get a good sleep tonight. Like if you want to send me a dope dream tonight, like conditions are ripe i'm going to be ready for it so again how are you creating those conditions to be able to establish that good relationship for the those lines of communication to to be open ready and uh you know just like yeah just like primed so um uh, katie any any thoughts on the topic of adopting healthy sleep patterns that you would want to add to what we just shared uh yeah i definitely notice a difference when i go to bed without being on my phone first compared to when I am on my phone because I find that even if I am tired I'll still look at it and I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore and then I just feel really groggy in the morning but what my husband has been doing like at the last three nights he's been listening to like 432 hertz music and just sitting in the living room just in peace or doing some gentle stretches or whatever and I'm sitting on the couch on my phone like oh what's going on on Facebook and then I look over at him and he looks so peaceful and he goes to bed so calmly and I'm still hyper like (laughs) so I think um if I were on my phone just looking at nothing like I'm literally just looking at all these different pixels on my phone for no reason I could get more calmed down before bed and my body can actually shut down and then I'll be able to wake up the next morning and take care of my kids without feeling like my sleep was disrupted and also with my kids too like I I sing them a song before they go to sleep and it's so great they get up at the same time every morning and if I think that maybe as parents, we could do something special for ourselves that way too. So we do get a full night's sleep and our body can get used to that natural rhythm instead of trying to keep up and, and struggle to feel refreshed in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and just going back to what your husband does with the listening to like the, the frequencies and everything again, like that's a great practical tip, like for everybody here, like there are tools there to assist you, you know, and, and uh, even just um going back to the idea of like kind of your room, like even using scented oils, 
can be very useful you know like put like a little bit of like lavender near your bed um i have an eye mask thing and this eye mask like it has like lavender in it so it kind of smells like lavender so sometimes i'll wear that and just kind of like helps relax you but yeah again you know it's with this dream practice more and more like it's almost harder for people to kind of like switch into that dream mode practice in today's day and age because we're just overstimulated all the time like back in the day if someone were to just be like yo like if you do this this and this like you can do this and i wasn't you know like competing for the attention of like multiple you know social media devices and netflix and things like that um it'd probably be a lot easier for me to just be like sweet yeah i got time for this right so again a big part of this is just developing the willpower developing the vigilance but again i think a big part of this comes from in some ways like we kind of have to sell ourselves the idea that it's worth it and that we're doing this not just for ourselves you know, like, I think sometimes people just be like, oh, why am I doing this again? It's like, oh, because like, I want to be able to like have awesome dreams and dreams that are like so fantastical that I can't even like imagine them and stuff like that. But it's it's not just for for you. It's literally not just for you. And so maybe that will actually help some people kind of like move forward with this, where they actually see their dream practices as being something more altruistic, being something that is actually like, okay, I'm putting in the work here so that I can like, you know, like speak from experience so that I can like let others know that this is like something that they can do too, so that I can be a messenger for higher conscious ideas back into mainstream culture. And again, so I can like meet more of myself, more of my soul. And so again, you know, um, with uh with with that the other thing uh the other thing there's something else i was going to say anyways i'll go back to a comment in the chat and then we'll go through a couple notes and um one of the comments in the chat going back and again if anybody does have any comments about things we're talking about on air please feel free to leave those in the chat and we'll happy to just like you know reply to them as best as possible uh morphic crystal uh says uh here's a serious question does it make a difference to write down rather than using digital notepad to type uh thank you morphic one of our patreon supporters as well and uh that's that's a great question you know like what's actually like what's better is it going to be better to like write things down or to type things out or to even use a voice recorder uh ultimately i would say that when it's the first thing in the morning it's best to write them out at least point form in your journal um and the reason for that is because if you're like waking up and you're like looking at your phone and you're stimulating your like eyes with the light from there and stuff like that it can kind of like disconnect yourself from the dream memory or even if you're like getting up and you're walking to your computer even literally that process of just getting up and walking to your computer even if it's just on the other side of the room that process of moving your physical body will actually kind of like disconnect you from the dream memory so it's like the dream memory is like this like very fragile cable it's like this golden cable and again it's like this process where as we kind of like wake up in the morning we're still kind of between two worlds but as we kind of get up out of bed it's like that cable between like our awareness of the dream space and this reality kind of like temporarily disconnects not to say it's like completely like always disconnected or it's even disconnected at all, but our perception of it uh, is disconnected, you know? So suddenly again, it's like, oh my God, that was an incredibly vivid dream. I can't wait to write this down after I go to the bathroom and brush my teeth. And then by the time you get back, you're just like, wait, what? Like where, where did it go? Like where did it go? Right. And it's like, for some people that can be almost feel like a bit of a phenomenon uh, in, in that sense. But um, yeah, so basically with that, I would say that having a dream journal 
next to you that's just notepad form would be good that way so you can even use it during the middle of the night so you don't have to wake up you don't have to look at your phone because even waking up and looking at your phone in the middle of the night that's going to like mess up your brain and suddenly your brain's like oh wait is it daytime and then suddenly it's going to like send off a different signal so uh that's one way um but having a voice recorder could definitely work and then eventually translating it to the computer or even doing like a video log uh, i've done that before where i like film myself doing a video dream log uh for for my video for my dreams um which is very uh which is a good practice so again like the the video part could almost come like afterwards and you've written stuff down and and uh yeah so again there's a lot of different ways to practice being able to do that and i recommend uh, again people just kind of like find what works for them be it a voice recording be it you know like maybe maybe you find that like oh if i jump on my computer right away i can type faster than my hand can write and that actually works for me um but just try it do it as a bit of an experiment find the way that's going to work best uh for you while also again being able to understand a little bit of the science behind this and so uh we'll move into uh the next point on this practical tips list and that's a moderate chronic cannabis 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 <laughs> sounds like a uh, like a carrot like i don't know like canadian caribou or something cannabis um moderate chronic cannabis <laughs> use to minimal use or not at all so this is something we talk about quite often in every single broadcast because it's like hey a lot of people are tuned into this broadcast and if you're an open-minded thinker then you know maybe you like to like smoke weed every now and then and no shame in that it's legal here in canada and everything but we have to be aware as dreamers of how it is affecting our dream recall and from my personal experience i can definitely say that like if i've smoked within 24 hours then my dream recall by itself is different and not even just my recall my dreams themselves are different um sometimes my dreams will kind of be like more i like almost mundane ish uh whereas if i don't smoke cannabis it'll actually be like a little bit more like otherworldly or a little bit more like fantastical uh in that sense and again i'll be able to like remember them with more clarity it's like when you one way how i kind of explain this is that like when we smoke weed this is just kind of a side theory. I think if we were to try and understand what's actually happening, it's like with the idea, like when we smoke weed, we like get high. Um, what's actually happening there in one theory is that it's like kind of like we're opening ourselves up to like a higher perception of reality to our higher consciousness. Like we're literally getting higher in our conscious perception. And so what's actually happening there is that it's kind of like using up uh, a certain amount of energy that kind of accumulates during during the day. It's almost like it's almost like a NOS, like like in a video game, like a boost, you know. So it's like you're you're kind of like playing Mario Kart and you got that, that like mushroom, and it's like when are you gonna use that mushroom? You know, are you gonna like hit it? just in the middle of the race or you're going to kind of like wait and time it right and so if we like smoke during the day it's kind of like every day we this energy kind of resets but if we smoke during the day then it's kind of like that that energy kind of gets used or that bandwidth kind of gets expended and then by the time we get to night it's like still recalibrating it's still recharging itself and because of that like it doesn't have like the cables aren't really like ready for the information to come through uh that's just at least one way of kind of kind of tried to comprehend like why dreams and cannabis uh affect each other so it's like when you don't smoke cannabis it's like that that subtle energy is is ready for you to be able to use uh towards your dream space and and it, and it will be used as like a way to be able to like bring forth like messages and information and clarity and again and without that extra bit of like energy uh that we use while getting high on cannabis then again it will be kind of like more foggy more groggy in that sense it'll be like a veil that's kind of like hard to see through 
which again, I'm sure we've all had where it's like, you might like smoke cannabis, have an amazing dream, wake up. And you're just like, Oh, that was so amazing. And you're like trying to think of it. And you're just like, Oh, like I can't, I can't pierce it. Like there's something like it's, it's like, it's hard to see through. Uh, so again, if, if you can be aware of your cannabis use and, and again, ideally bring it to not at all, then you'll be able to like really make sure that there's no extra variables that are interfering with the elements that are adding up to the success of your dream practice. And of course, again, you know, this is going to be something where it's up to you. It's up to you to decide what works for you. Cause you may find that, Hey, if I smoke in the morning and then I like go to sleep at night, I can still remember my dreams. It's going to be different for every person. So just be aware and be honest and know that if you are smoking cannabis, that choosing to smoke less or not at all will directly impact your dreams. And again, it's kind of like a toss up, right? Like, like what are dreams giving you? Like dreams, again, kind of, if I was trying to sell someone on the idea of why they should care about their dreams, like dreams are something where you can experience like something more real than the most amazing virtual reality video game, like more real than the best 3d movie that you'll see in the theater. And it will be like just for you and it will speak to your soul and it will be so vivid and you'll learn from it and you'll grow from it. Like, yo, that sounds pretty freaking awesome. And like, that sounds like, again, almost like an advanced form of technology. And again, I think that's what dreams are. I, th- I literally think dreams are a form of like spiritual technology that are, that are a, like a, a, a part of this interface within this bigger holographic matrix that are literally there so that we're here in the 3D, but then every night we go back there and every night we're still learning and it's there to literally be able to evolve our soul and to be able to like reconnect us again, like with these with these dream planes, with these spiritual planes, uh, every single night as we continue to remember more and more and more. Um, so yeah, I'll pass it over to Kate. Kate, any thoughts on the, the topic of like moderating cannabis use, uh, either any experience or just any general thoughts that you might have on that? Go ahead. Um, I barely ever use cannabis, but when I do, at least before I go to bed, I can't stop getting all all these funny images in my head like people start turning into animals and then like I I keep my husband up all night just telling him I wish you could see what I'm seeing right now and I just can't fall asleep so um I don't remember what my dreams are like after using cannabis but I do know that my imagination just seems to go on like (laughs) overdrive I guess but it's so cool the stuff that appears because then I start thinking, how would I come up with this? This is crazy. But it almost seems like what I'm experiencing while I'm awake using cannabis um, is, is different than what my dreams typically look like. So I guess I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be something to me that I would think to use cannabis to have better dreams which is what they're saying is to limit if you're using a lot, because then it might, I think what Phil said is that it might affect your ability to recall if you were using it. But I, but I also know that other people that use cannabis and they feel like it gives them so much clarity. So I think it also depends on how your body reacts to it because some people use it to be able to think whereas other people use it to escape. So maybe it depends on what the relationship with it is too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
No, that's a, thank you, Katie. And that's a good point. And, and again, I, I think it is going to be a very personal thing, but as a general consensus, uh, yeah, for the most part, it does seem to affect dreams and dream recall. And, and again, like with on your day to day life, it's kind of like sometimes it's a choice where it's like using these using these substances is a way for you to like connect with spirit. In, in whatever way that makes sense for you, you know, again, like sometimes like that's like, even, even for myself, like when I, when I work with cannabis, I really do it like as like something where it's like, kind of like opening up, like, you know, like more channels of like perception and creativity. And, and I use it like when I'm making art and everything like that. And that's kind of like me kind of like connecting with spirit and bringing forth like the information to be able to make things for the community and all that. And again, it's like acknowledging that, when we dream that is another way to be able to connect with spirit so it's kind of like the universe is kind of giving us a choice it's like do you want to connect with spirit this way or do you want to connect with this spirit this way but again i think what's always good is that when you can know that there's like a million more ways to be able to connect with spirit and <clears throat> and that can come through like you know like again like meditation a walk in the park spending time with family and when we can kind of begin to like develop you know like more just like excitement about like everyday life and zest for life and things like that um then we can kind of like begin to feel as if we need to use the cannabis and then again be able to create the space of developing and cultivating excitement for the gifts that are waiting for us in our dream space so it's like what do you want do you want that like same cannabis high that you've probably experienced time and time again to some degree in a similar way and you're pretty familiar with it and yeah it's cool it's familiar it's comfortable it's fun it can be useful and everything like that or do you kind of want to like you know open the mystery box and and see what's inside there and that's what the dreams are the dreams are kind of the mystery box but you won't know until you get there and i think we as consciousness we as humans that's probably like why we struggle with dreams because it's like if someone were to say like yo here's what is going to happen to you here's the dream that you're going to have in a week from now after you do these practices and it's going to be the most vivid amazing dream ever that you could possibly imagine if you were to show them that then they would be like oh sweet okay i'm gonna do this but again because dreams kind of like have this like veil of mystery this degree of uncertainty that in itself is also calling us more into our our trust but also our vigilance and our consistency and our willpower as well and that's like the other thing um the other point within this is the patience you know sometimes people might kind of practice this and they might not really have that big aha dream uh, right away. But then, you know, after a month of doing this practice, suddenly they have something that again, it's, it's not just like, wow, that was fun, but like, it literally changes the way they see their life. It, and, and that kind of comes from those experiences where they're just like experiencing themselves as a consciousness outside of the physical body. Uh, they're communicating with deities they're talking with loved ones who have passed on. They're in other dimensions. They're seeing things that are, you know, ineffable. So it's just knowing that that is there, that is available for us. And, and uh, yeah, just being able to, again, create space to receive it. So just going along here, other notes, intentionally evoke awe, wonder, and curiosity of the world around you. So again, this, this really has to kind of like, just go back to the mindfulness idea. Um, but when it comes to dreams, when we start getting into that, like, really being able to like get curious like go through a walk in nature like start looking at things like start touching the leaves like start like getting on the dirt start looking at the bugs start looking at the little details start paying attention to these things because again as you're doing this and as you're kind of getting curious this in itself will eventually like begin to become habit 
for you and that's kind of like a big part of what the dream practice is about it's about forming habit that relays over into the dream space so if you're starting to like get curious in a general way about things around you then you're going to have a dream and then suddenly in your dream you're going to start getting curious and then you're going to start looking at things and then suddenly you're going to be like wait a second like am I in a dream right now? And then like, that could be your initiator element. Um, so again, it's just kind of like, instead of just being able to kind of walk through life, life like an automaton, just be like, yep, everything's the same. This is just what it is. And be in that very sleepwalk state. Instead, you get curious, you go off the trail, you explore, you, you, you know, you look for the mystery, you look for the awe, you look for the wonder, and you reflect on it and you express gratitude for it. And, uh, and, and yeah, and like, that is something that, that, shows up as a personality trait it shows up as character it shows up as habit uh within your dreams that will eventually just lead to uh more vivid and and more meaningful dream experiences And, and so again like that's the thing like when we're just in a dream just by default it's basically like we're sleepwalking in a dream you know and that's kind of the thing it's like and, and that's what we do in our waking state too, right? People literally sleepwalk through this waking state. So that's why it's about waking up within this state. And again, it's kind of like when you even think of the term waking up, we usually use the term waking in reference to death, like something we have a wake after something has died. And so it's like, if we're waking up, like what is dying? And so it's kind of like this idea of it's like the illusions of our old self, our old ways of being, you know, that sleeping part, that unconscious mind is, is kind of like snapping out of its illusion. It's dying. The illusion is kind of snapping. And then we kind of like, are birthed into this higher state of awareness, this, this awakened dreamer. So again, it's like whenever something dies, something is always born at the same time. So when we think about that, like just that terminology of waking up is acknowledging that like something has to change, something has to shift. So how do we wake up uh, within the dream space? And again, that's by just practicing mindfulness, practicing getting curious, just seeing the world around us with the little, through through the, uh, yeah, so uh, Morphic in the chat, just like inner child, you know, kind of seeing the eyes through the wonder of the child. And maybe that's why children dream more because they're naturally so curious. They're naturally, actually so in awe of the world so um yeah on that again that that note intentionally evoke awe wonder and curiosity of the world around you katie if you have any thoughts that you want to add into that and and even i mean you were talking earlier about your your children uh talking a bit about your dreams i'd be curious to hear a little bit more about that if we can kind of like tie that in as a segue from here as well whenever you're ready go right ahead um that's something that this point is something that I'm working on because I don't have a lot of um, how you said forming habits that carry over into your dreams. That's what I'm working on right now because I don't know how else to start realizing that I'm in the dream because right before I go to bed, I feel like I'm going to do this and I'm going to remember. And then I wake up the next morning and had this crazy dream, but I didn't realize it was a dream until this moment. So I'm hoping that by taking the steps and by meditating and, and like you said, paying attention to small details, maybe I can start paying to the paying attention to the details in the dream. And like that thing that you said, the initiator element, I believe is such a big game changer for me in the way I perceive dreams because Sometimes um, what Phil was saying is that you may think it's telling you one thing when you have the same dream coming 
every time, like it keeps repeating, but it might not mean anything other than just to get your attention and get you to realize and remember that, right, I'm dreaming. So when I think back to that, I have many things that have been initiator elements for me, and I waste so much time trying to dissect it and figure out what did this mean? And really, it could just be like, hello, pay attention to me. <laughs> um, and then with my kids, it's more my son that's doing it because he wakes up in the morning, comes and sees me every day to tell me it's time to get me ready for school now. <laughs> and uh, he saw me writing, so he wanted to write out his dream too. And it just looked like a bunch of scribbles. But when he started telling me what everything meant, I'd just write down what he was telling me on his paper. So when we go back and look at it, I understand because he'll probably forget. It's in their mind at one point, but then a couple minutes later, they might not recognize it anymore because they just let things go after they observe something and they're on to the next thing. So I thought it was really cool to write the date down and just a brief summary of what he told me and, and I'll try to keep up with that and see if his changed, but his seemed to be um, really random, but even if the kids sound like they're making it up, sometimes that is just as important as the dream too. So I just go with whatever he says because they might not even realize what magic they have. And if you kind of ask them questions about it and then they start making up more things and that gives them the space to create and the space to see what else they know without judging them or telling them, well, that's not true. So I love just practicing on my kids, seeing what all from their point of view they can discover about themselves. And it usually helps me as a parent to understand more of myself too. That's super cool. Absolutely. I think those are beautiful points. Like just the idea of like, you know, I, I wish, I wish every single person had like, you know, a, a, a younger junior person to be able to practice dreams with. Cause I feel like they, they would just kind of be like, you know, reminding us of the magic that, that is like right there in front of us. And, and, and I think it's really, really amazing to be able to like, have the the gift of being able to like listen to a young child talk about their dreams and to really be able to encourage that and to really be able to hold space for that and like you said to not be able to be like be like well that's not you know that's not this and that but to you're right to ask questions be like oh wow you know reinforce like this is amazing tell me more tell me more tell me more and again like sometimes you you get you you get you know kids having the most incredibly profound dreams that are not just for them like they're actually like meant for us to hear they're meant for the parent to hear and and you know it's sometimes you'll hear people about like their kid having a dream and be like oh yeah like my kid was like talking about having a dream about like before he was born or like about a past life or about like meeting grandpa you know, who passed away or something like that, or or something that is like very like prevalent and symbolic within our life as well. Because again, you know, sometimes when we're thinking about this, that dreams are like messages, messenger messages, you know, so if like, there's some sort of higher conscious self, which is still us. And it's like, literally, like, trying to get a message to us, maybe that message will actually get relayed by the child if again from that retro causality space you know like the 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 higher conscious intelligence is it knows that like okay we've got a message for you know person here 
they're not going to be paying attention, but their kids paying attention. Let's send it to their kid knowing that their kid's going to tell them, you know, it's like, how do we get that message to them? So again, like just kind of being open to the idea that our dreams are not just our own. Our dreams are, are, are sometimes again, kind of like this, like part of, we're part of like this collective hive mind that's constantly evolving. Uh, Morphic, I like that idea. Cosmic parent. That's a, that's a good hashtag that you got there. Um, so yeah, Katie, thank you again for, for holding space for, for the children who, again, you know, it's interesting because as they start to get older, their dreams will start to become less important to them. And that just kind of will go through phases. And I think it's something that kind of happens naturally as they're kind of growing and they're learning a bit, a bit more about themselves. And suddenly, you know, like mom and dad aren't the coolest people anymore. And suddenly it's like, oh, I'm like, if you're telling me to do my dreams, I don't want to do my dreams and stuff like that. So eventually it's going to kind of like, it's like from like one to five, like they're, they're, they're pretty, or like one to four, they're pretty interested because it's like a natural thing. And this is natural five to 10, they start kind of like developing their own personality. And they're like, I want to do what I want to do type thing. But if we can still just kind of lead by example, I think that's good. And then by the time they start getting to about, you know, 12, 13, and to start becoming even more independent, and they start coming like more intellectually evolved there, then they can kind of like, begin turning back to the dream space with a little bit more intention with a little bit more clarity. And I think that that period of like, you know, that young adolescent, if we can get people like back into paying attention to dreams, then uh, from like a practical point as well to be able to be like, hey, this is going to like help you, you know, this is going to help you learn, it's going to help you grow, it's going to be able to like be something incredibly beneficial, then like that is that's valuable, right? Because if people don't get back into the dream thing, um, sometimes they just they never pick it back up again. Um, until you know, they happen to tune into a podcast like this when they're in their twenties or they go to a lecture one day randomly. And they're just like, Oh my God, I forgot how interested I was in this. And I'm glad that, you know, people are talking about it as well. So, yeah. So again, shout out to all the, all the parents who are there holding space for their children, uh, to practice dreams alongside with them, dream yoga alongside with them and, and shout out to all the kids and, and just reminding you that, you know, this is incredibly valuable for, for us to be able to hear what you have to share as fellow messengers from this dream space. So, um, the other thing, uh, the other thing with, in terms of like intentionally evoking awe, wonder, and curiosity about the world, again, is when you do this, it's also about becoming almost like a detective where you're you're consciously looking for the peculiar peculiar peculiarities of the environment and the dream space so again like when you're looking at this world around you in the waking state you're kind of just like observing it and you're just kind of checking and be like is there anything out of place right now be like no okay yeah things look pretty good things are things are as i would expect them to be but if you develop this curiosity and again almost like a little detective then you go into your dream space and you're kind of like going around and you're looking and be like, huh, like, oh, that's weird. Like that person's hat is actually a cat. Like that person's wearing a cat on their head. Like that's so weird. Like what? Like, but if you weren't curious about that, you wouldn't even, you, it, it would just be another like abstract thing within the dream. And so again, sometimes, sometimes people are just like, yo, dreams are so weird. They're so random. But what if what we recognize as the randomness in dreams is actually like, you know, like the curator of the dreams, kind of like putting in something that's like out of the norm with the intention to be able to get our attention, you know, and just be like, be like, oh, okay, like here, here's a, 
here's a talking elephant. Like, let's hope that this gets their attention. But meanwhile, we're just walking up to it and we're just be like, hey, elephant, like, how's it going? And this this is totally normal, right? Like, and then meanwhile, like, the aliens are just like, oh, that didn't work. Like, let's try again, right? And it's not just the fact that, like, their stuff isn't random and weird enough. Because that's the thing. They could send the weirdest and random stuff at us. But unless we're paying attention, then suddenly we'll be able to be like, wait a second, like, I've got bananas for fingers. Oh, wait, what? That's because I'm in a dream, right? Like, I don't know where that comes from. I feel like, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to give people nightmares. I'm going to be like, oh, I got banana fingers and stuff. Whoa, what just happened to my camera there? That's weird. Do my... Oh, that's what, oh, I spit on my lens. That's what that was. <laughs> nice. I thought that was like a ghost coming through for a second. That was kind of cool. It was all blurred out. I don't know if you guys saw that. Anyways, uh, so again, looking um, looking for initiator elements is, is one of the things that came up in the lecture. And again, initiator elements are things in your dream that often recur like repetitively that, that kind of come up time and time again. And they're there to help you realize that you're in a dream. And when you begin to identify them, and again, this comes through the dream practice, like the, 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 the journaling practice. If you write down your journals, go back and after like a month, look for the common themes, like look for the common hashtags. For me, one of the common things is um, water. I definitely notice water shows up in my dream quite often. So for me, like I'm working on that being an initiator element uh, as an example. So just be aware, be aware that like the initiator element can be different for every person, but you're going to start to see it as you kind of like move through it and um yeah i think it's pretty fascinating how the dream is like literally trying to get us to wake up and, and so it's again it's us kind of like being able to meet it halfway so uh next uh, practical tip on this and and yeah again for everybody here just please feel free to keep sharing your comments thank you again so much for joining and uh glad everyone's having a fun time the other note that I have here with the practical tips, surround yourself with community of others also interested in dream yoga. So surround yourself with people who are interested in talking about dreams. Again, this is the thing that a lot of people lack. They might be like, oh, sweet, I bought this book. I've watched these videos. I've started doing this practice and then eventually it just kind of falls to the side. And that's because in most cases, like they don't have someone else to talk to about it. They don't have, you know, like, like, again, that's why we do this monthly. A month can be a very short time. Uh, it can also be a very long time. And so for even just for anybody watching this, again, know that like we want to create these broadcasts for us as a community to also be able to document what is happening in the dream space. So from one month to the next, let this be a call to action for us to be able to start paying attention to your dreams. And then you can join these broadcasts and then you can share in these broadcasts and be like, yo, like I went to like I went to the Andromeda Nebula and I brought back a message from Central Command there and things like that. Right. Like straight up like super cosmic stuff that we're still just setting the foundations for so being able to have other people around you who are reinforcing this practice who are developing their own accountability their own vigilance is incredibly incredibly important um so katie passing it over to you any thoughts on that note um and, and again even just like talking a little bit about how just going to that lecture uh has made a difference because that 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 was community as well and and again even just like any thoughts on how community helps helps tie into your practice as a as a benefit i don't know too many people that i specifically talk about dreams with but i guess just metaphysical topics in general and 
I find that we all look forward to getting together, like at the healing circle that we have here in Strathroy. We all look forward to it. And then we feel like, ah, now I don't feel so crazy. And it just helps you to um, be more excited about doing it, that it's not pointless. It's not a waste of time. It doesn't mean that um, you are like your life is out of control it's actually really cool stuff that other people are getting information from and guidance and wisdom and and it can be seen as living in a fairy tale and not taking life seriously but to an extent I don't believe that life should be taken too seriously um, but with my friend that went to this dream lecture with us she is just getting into topics like this and dreaming is something that everybody can relate to and it's a good place to start for when you want to start to understand more pieces of yourself and if it weren't for this lecture there's a lot of things that she wasn't quite understanding but when you put it in the context of a dream they can understand it and then when they understand that aspects of the dream they can apply it to their life because that's something I really saw in that lecture is that even though he was talking about dreaming every point he made can also be applied to the bigger dream <laughs> and it's um sometimes it's just easier to break things down in a looking at something outside of yourself um like us in the dream and then applying it to the rest of your life so i really find that through other people's experience they've really benefited from talking about these things and people generally are excited to talk about their dreams like if you get onto that topic with somebody everybody has a cool dream they can tell you about everybody's got a story and sometimes when they talk about it with somebody else they might have realizations of what it meant for them or it might bring back some of their memories if somebody's actually willing to listen to them speak it out and and get excited with them about it because it is pretty cool <laughs> It really is. It really is. And and again, you know, like even just with us doing these broadcasts, I, I always remind people that like, even for myself, like the the whole idea of the topic of dreams was really one of the, the early things that opened me up to a lot more in my spiritual journey, because it is something that as Katie was saying, like everyone can relate to dreams because we all dream. And, and that's the thing. It's like dreams are this very short, like one, two step towards being able to open people up to the idea of being multidimensional beings by nature. You know, like if, if, if you just kind of like, if you're just go up to ask someone and be like, do you think we're a multiple multidimensional being? They'll just be like, ah, uh, like, I don't really know what you're talking about when you say that. But if you were to just be like, be like, Hey, like, like, are you interested in dreams and lucid dreaming? Where do we go when we dream? Do you ever think about that? Oh my God, are we multidimensional beings? Wait a second, I think we are, right? So again, being a multidimensional being is really just understanding that like there is more than one dimension in which consciousness can perceive and experience. And we, as a multidimensional being, have the ability to be able to go from one to the other. Now, these beings, again, you know, the, these multi aspects of it, uh, they consist of, you know, this waking state consciousness, the dream state consciousness, the meditative consciousness, psychedelic states, again, death, birth, things of that nature. And, and again, it's also understanding that even though we are right here right now, 
like experiencing this reality, some people would talk about the idea of being able to, again, be literally like in those where we are when we are dreaming, we are still there right now. Like that's kind of like this thing is that like even though right now physically we're here on a like multiple parallel reality thing. It's like maybe there's a version of us that's like in the future. Maybe there's a version that's in the past. Maybe there's a version of us that is like in a higher dimension literally as we speak. Um, so again, like that's kind of part of the concept of being able to understand that we are a multidimensional being. And again, the fact that everybody dreams means that everybody can at least kind of like begin to open up to this concept in a way that is accessible and and then that's the beauty with dreams is the idea that it's not just something where it's just like hey here's an idea but it's actually something where we can be like hey here's an experience that you can have if you want to know for a fact that you are a multi-dimensional being because you are like and as much as i can say that to you i don't want you to just believe me i want you to experience this and here's how you experience it. And again, you know, like the tips that we're talking about to be able to experience it within the dream space is one of the most easily accessible forms for us to be able to experience it. Or you can just like go smoke DMT or do five grams of mushrooms or something like that. That usually does the trick too. But again, that's kind of the idea is the fact that we can't do that every day or we wouldn't choose to do that every day. But every night when we sleep is literally a psychedelic experience. It literally, literally is. And again, this is like, even within um <clears throat> the recent video that again I did on my YouTube channel uh about interviewing drug students about dreams and aliens and stuff literally like me asking that also evoked the answer of some people being like yo like scientifically like what happens when we dream is like we produce DMT and so again by being able to understand that DMT as a drug quote unquote a drug as a medicine as a sacred tool is something that when smoked is like an incredibly potent psychedelic that opens our third eye and connects us to higher spiritual realms of dimension well if that happens when we smoke it and again it's also the idea that it happens when we're, it produces in our brain naturally when we're born and when we die then like why is it happening when we sleep? Oh, wait, probably because there's some sort of correlation that's connecting to the idea that again, you know, like when we dream, that is literally us kind of like reconnecting to those higher realms, reconnecting to that spirit realm. And the DMT is like part of like almost like like the fuel, like the rocket fuel that kind of like allows it to happen or it's like the lubricants like through the bandwidth cable. It's kind of hard to kind of like put exactly into a, a, a totally uh, clear metaphor, but it's again, it's something, it's something there. Um, so again, dreams in themselves are a psychedelic experience that we experience every single night naturally how are you showing up to this psychedelic experience? How are you showing up to it with intention? And and again, as it being something very, very sacred, you know, literally every night when we sleep, it's a chance for us to like commune with spirit, to commune with God, to evolve our soul, to evolve our consciousness. And again, as students, if we're not showing up with intention, then that's not right or wrong. It just means that we're not going to be like graduating. We're not going to be leveling up quite at the rate at which we could, you know? So it's like, if you really want to be able to make the most of this lifetime, then you don't want to spend your entire time in grade two or grade three. And unfortunately, like a lot of people, again, are kind of there without knowing they're there because they don't know that there's like, options to kind of like get further on to like evolve themselves and again that's why we're having these discussions because i think as many people can get excited about playing call of duty and and doing all that nothing against video games anything like that that same excitement what if we were to focus that towards dreams and like leveling up our consciousness and realizing that like this waking reality this experience right now is like a game in itself and that is what we're doing we're gamifying it we're leveling ourselves up we're unlocking new abilities we're being able to again you know 
eventually be able to experience things like even like astral projection, which is something we can talk a little bit more about later. Um, and again, and even just lucidity. So other thing uh, within the practical tips, and then uh, eventually we're going to get into reading that book and then we'll just chat for a little bit more. I think I'm only going to read one chapter from that book tonight, just because our discussion has been going for a while already. And, uh, and then we'll pretty much get close to wrapping it up. And thank you again, everyone for hanging out with us and being in the chat. And, uh, 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 uh so, uh, the other note that I have here, again, is practical tips for dream yoga and awakening consciousness. Uh, study more about meta about the metaphysical nature of dreams. So again, this is like literally just saying, go to lectures, listen to podcasts like this, read books, listen to other conversations that other people have to share. Uh, like that's the thing. Like that's why sharing dreams is super valuable because it gives us an example of what is possible. You know, if we don't really have those examples and then, then it's hard for us to kind of like begin imagining. But if someone were to be like, Oh sweet. Okay. Here's a story that I had in my dream. I was like, you know, like I walked into a pool of water and then I went through a portal and then it took me to another reality. And then I was like met by a being of light. And then they showed me a mirror. And in the mirror, I was like my activated avatar self. And then I walked through and then I like, you know, it was like flying through another dimension and things like that. And then I like came back here and then I like grew a forest with my mind or something like that. Like it can be like really fantastical, really beautiful things. And then again, just by knowing that these are possible and knowing that it's not just like fantasy in the sense that it's fake, but it's actually real. Like that's the thing. The present moment has a, has a, the, the dreams have a present moment equally as real as this one right here and now. And that's the thing. If you can experience it, if you can learn from it, then that makes it real. So for people who say dreams aren't real, that's only relative to the juxtaposition of comparing it to this reality, but dreams are still very much real in the sense that they can be something that you can learn from. Um, so again, that idea of being able to like listen, listen to more about the metaphysical nature of dreams, listen to like, like study ancient cultures. Like what do they talk about in the Tibetan book of the dead? Just start like acquiring that knowledge because that's going to start giving you more pieces of the puzzle to play with and more dots to be able to connect. And without us even having to tell you all the details here within this broadcast, eventually as you explore this, you get to those points where you're just like, eventually you're just like, aha, like, okay, this is starting to make sense. And that's because like, there's a natural part of yourself that already has like a bigger picture on this. And again, a lot of this is like the remembering process uh as well so awesome uh and uh katie do you have any notes on that like have you found that again just like by being able to like open yourself up more to learning more about dreams has been a part of your journey as well kind of state the obvious but any other thoughts on that or suggestions and maybe you know like maybe like what what has helped you get more information about the dream space or understand it more I remember as a teenager buying lots of books that explain what your dreams mean. And, and I really was trying to find truth in them. And it didn't like, sometimes you can make something work and be like, ah, do you know what? None of this resonates with me, but maybe I can make this work just to feel like the book actually is, is helping you understand it. So what I've realized is that and a point that Phil made is that nobody can tell you what your dreams mean because they're personal to you. So definitely like anything else um, of this nature is to always look within yourself first. I find everything makes you have to look in yourself first to understand it and not to try to find um, 
similarities in other people's dreams because then you might be missing what your dream is trying to show you if it were showing the same thing to everybody and everybody were having the same dreams then you know then you might want to come together and talk about it but most of the time every dream is unique to everybody and I don't I don't search for meaning in books anymore I, I try to think about what it means to myself and um yeah I I think that the more you kind of look into this kind of stuff not in a specific way but in a general way for guidance and not taking it as literal truth then you kind of unlock it to see what it actually means for sure yeah that, that was that was <laughs> absolutely because again that was one of the important things that came up in the in the lecture um uh, whether Phil said it explicitly like this, but he said it before where it's again, it's like the dreams are speaking to you in a language that is for you, meaning the symbols that appear for you are for you, like they're unique. So that's where even though there are archetypes and there are patterns that I do think are universal that can show up. And that's why there is still value in being able to kind of like look at, you know, like like the, you know, symbols within dreams books and things like that. There is value to that. Um, but use that kind of as a reference and, and then to, again, be able to kind of like explore further, uh, understanding that like, again, dreams communicate to us through the language of symbols. Uh, this is the most like primordial form of communication or one of the most primordial forms of communication that consciousness, uh, uh communicates through. And, Another thing that's very important to remember with dreams is that dreams are often parables. They often communicate to us through parables. So like, that's why, like, if you were to just try and take a dream, literally, um, you might be like, ah, I don't really like, I'm not really getting it or like what was going on there. But if you look at it as a parable, um, which again is more of like a metaphorical story, a symbolic story, that's kind of like showing you something of yourself, uh, then that can be incredibly valuable. Um, I'm struggling to be able to give an example off the top of my head, um, but I'll just kind of like, <laughs> uh, I'll just kind of like use like, a, I'll, okay, so the one, one thing that would come to mind, um, say for, say for example, uh, okay, like say, say you're, you're like, you're like in a dream and you're like sitting at a tree and then like somebody walks up to you and they're like holding like a hot coal in, in their hand. And, and they're trying to, like, convince you to take it. And they're like, here, like, take this. Take this hot coal. Like, grab onto it. Hold onto it. And then, like, in the dream, you're just like, no. Like, I don't I don't want to. I don't want to hold on to that. Like, it's okay. Like, it's your coal. Like, hold on to that. That's okay. And then the person's like, no, you have to take this. You have to take this coal. Hold on to it. I want to see it burn your hands. And then you're just like, no. Like, that's okay. Like, it's a... Uh, it's your coal. Like, I'm okay. I'm holding my space here. And then eventually you wake up from that and you're like, huh, that's weird. Okay. So what is that dream trying to tell me? Is it trying to tell me that, that if someone comes up to me and tries to offer me coal, that, that I shouldn't, that I shouldn't hold it. Like, is that, is that what the dream's telling me? And be like, well, if you're looking at it literally, maybe, even though that's a far stretch, but if you're looking at it as a parable or esoterically, maybe there's a kind of a metaphor there. And some of you probably recognize what I'm referencing where again, it's like this idea where it's like, if someone is trying to like project their anger at you or, or, or trying to like, you know, like project their, their criticism at you or something like that, that, you know, that like, you don't actually have to 
take it. You don't actually have to receive it. Like that oftentimes is like a, a, a reflection of like something that they're kind of like, out, like struggling with themselves or they're out of balance with themselves. And maybe it just means that, you know, instead you just kind of like say like, like, thank you. And I love you. And, you know, kind of like be on your way type thing. Uh, Cause again, and that kind of goes back to like the idea of like the Buddha, talks about that where it's like anger is this gift that like like people will try and give it to you but how you choose to receive it uh is up to you so again like that so i I, that was kind of like a botched version of what parable of a dream was um but again pay attention to that look for that within your dreams um so for example like even just uh in, in, in a dream that I had like uh, not too long ago, um, again, like dreams are a very powerful way to kind of be able to like reaffirm with us things that we're doing in our life, things that are kind of like even meant to be there to almost like cheerlead, to be like cheerleaders for us where the dream will kind of like be able to, to say like, hey, like you're doing awesome and keep going. And even to think about the idea of like synchronicity showing up within dreams in the same way we get like 11-11s within dreams. Like sometimes there's like those type of like you know, like brofist from the universe and that happened in the physical, those moments can kind of happen within the dream space, but sometimes it might be a little bit more uh, enriched through the story of the dream. Um, But yeah, I remember I had a dream and I don't, off the top of my head, it's written somewhere, but I don't have the full details on it. It wasn't like fully, fully detailed, but I just remember having a dream where like I arrived, uh, this happened like this week after the, after lecture, I arrived at some sort of party And I just remember that like everybody there was like super welcoming and super excited to see me. Like people were just like, kind of like coming up to me. just like, yo, Brendan, you're here. Like, oh my God, I'm so happy to see you. And it was just kind of like this, like this period where I was just kind of like walking through this house and I was just like receiving like so much gratitude. And I was just like, so happy to be there. And then like, when I kind of like woke up, I kind of like had this feeling in my heart where it was, again, it was kind of like the universe's way of just being like, yo, like, dude, like, thank you so much for your work. And you may not hear it all the time, but there's like a lot of people who like really appreciate what you do. And if you were to show up at a party, like they would be super happy to see you type there. And so again, like for me, uh, that was just kind of like a way where, where I was just kind of like, oh, wow. Like, okay. Like that, that was like a very, like, that was a nice brofist from the universe. That was a very like heartwarming feeling from the universe uh, that I don't really need to like try and decipher too much. I kind of got the message from it. And the message was like, you know, like, fuck yeah, keep going and keep rocking it type thing. So just be aware that, you know, the universe can kind of like be a, be almost there as almost like a, like a, like again, almost like a guardian or, or a cheerleader to kind of be able to just kind of help us maintain the momentum of what we're doing type thing you know like there might be times where we're just like going through some doubt and we're just like oh is this important why do i need to keep doing this and then the universe will be like oh here's why you need to keep doing this here's like what will yield from the seeds that you are planting like here's why this is important it might kind of send you that higher message that again is kind of like outside of our linear perception of time because it basically again like that's kind of what happens is that that's the way I see it is that there's, there's more than one part of us that's playing this game. There's the part of us that's here in this 3d dimension. And that part has, has the ability to more often than not get really stuck in this present moment that we kind of lose track of the bigger picture. And, and it can be very easy for us to be like, Oh, like why me? Why is this happening? Like you kind of lose like momentum, you lose faith sort of thing. And then the higher self which is literally communicating to us in the dreams is literally trying to just be like, like here, like here, this is to help you. This is to serve you. This is to nurture your soul. Keep going. And even though like as a free will agent here within this 3d dimension, we have the choice to kind of like go like this way or that way. But the dream guidance 
is probably there to kind of like help us kind of like follow a curve that that it would hope that we would take because it is there for us but again it's just kind of like has to do it in a way where it's like like when you think about this you know it kind of goes into like the uh i think of star trek actually star trek uh and i'm not an expert on star trek but they have that idea where like if they're interfering with a planet they can't like influence the course of it they they always have to kind of like do things from like the unseen observer role um and, and so it's kind of like this where it's like the the intelligence of the dream space it can't literally tell us do this it can't literally like force us to do one thing or the other but it can kind of suggest things it can kind of like help guide us it can kind of help you know just entice us or lead us and then then we kind of like make that decision right and so like sometimes we're just kind of you might wake up one day and you're just like wow like i really feel like writing an album or i really feel like creating a piece of art that's really meaningful and we might kind of just like think as much as that is oh that's our idea as much as it is kind of like our higher higher conscious self kind of like helping move us towards that idea and when we're open to it this is why dreams are valuable when we're open to working with our dreams we actually receive like the perk the 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 ability to be able to receive that additional guidance so that as we're moving forward on our path we're spending more time in grace and more time in ease and more time in excitement and more time in gratitude and more time in love. Not to say there won't be those bumpy times and everything where we lose faith and stuff like that. But again, it's just kind of like this reality has like this non-temporal path that's laid out for us. And I think that the dream space is the way for the universe to help guide us uh, towards that path that is not just for us, but is literally there to be able to help assist and accelerate the collective shift uh, in consciousness. So um, yeah, Kate, I'll just pass it over to you. And for anybody here, if what I said there kind of makes sense, drop an 1111. And yeah, the prime directive, uh, thank you, Paper Druid. That's exactly that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm glad one of us here is an expert on Star Trek uh, as well. So, um, but yeah, Kate, does that, the, specifically that idea of like thinking about, you know, we're here and we have this free will and we can do whatever the freak we want. We can go left, right. We can pick things up. We can let things go. But then our soul, our higher self, our consciousness is kind of like helping guide us through our dreams. And the more we listen to our dreams, the more we're able to receive that guidance and the more we can see those paths as they're opening up before us. Does that make sense? And any other thoughts on that? I think that is a, a cool way to look at it. I guess I haven't given too much thought as to why we dream because I always just felt like dreams were messages as like warnings in life because I had so many dreams that um I don't know what you call it if it's called prophetic when you have a dream and then it happens so um my dreams were either that or I was trying to save people so but now I'm starting to feel like maybe dreams are also a way to kind of bridge that distance between where we're at now and where we are when we're dreaming, like making it more familiar to us so we can bring the two together and, or at, like maybe bring where we're at now more like our dream state. And if we pay more attention to it, our regular life can be more like that is kind of what my thoughts are on that right now. Totally, totally. Yeah, like it, it's, it's pretty magical to kind of like begin to 
yeah like start merging those worlds and, and to realize like how dreamlike this reality is in itself and and, and that's kind of another thing that, that i've talked about in this broadcast is that in the same way you can kind of like look for like the the symbolism within your dreams you can start to kind of like see it happening within this reality as well you know you can see like the language of the universe for those of you who tuned in when we did the alchemist book reading you know like that was kind of the thing the synchronicities will become more apparent you'll start to develop this language between yourself and your higher self and that's the thing yourself and your higher self is always communicating to you when you're just walking around this physical reality like yeah it's 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 through your thoughts it's through your feelings it's through your intuition but it's also in the external world around you through the synchronicities through the the things popping up in front of you at the right place at the right time and then and again, it's in the dream space through the lessons, through the messages, through the parables. And I do think that, again, dreams are a very powerful way to kind of like show us our potential, to show us who we can be. And that's why like sometimes in dreams, we'll have these experiences where we'll kind of become like a superhero or, or, or you're kind of saying, you know, like we're, we're saving people or something like that. And and it's really reflecting like a deep part of ourself that like, you know, that accentuates a virtue that is very important to us. So it's like, wow, you know, like I care about others a lot. And like, I'm a really brave person. I'm a really courageous person. And I'm like a good leader and stuff like that. I'm just kind of saying this in general to as if anybody could say it. And the dreams can be like, yes, you are. And here's some dreams that will help like show you that part of yourself. Because I'm sure there are a lot of people they're just like, they're like, I'm not I'm not a good leader. I'm not, I'm not courageous. Like this is the story that they've told themselves. But meanwhile, the dreams are just like, oh, but you are, you are, you are, you are. And like here, let us show you that you are doing this, that you can do this. And that as you continue to pay attention to your dreams, this part of your character, this part of your soul will actually rise to the surface. Cause I feel that it is our very nature that, you know, we have a seed inside of us of courage of bravery of leadership of creativity that seed is inside of us and it is growing over time and and it's blossoming over time and so these dreams it's like it's like it's kind of like watering that seed it's kind of like reminding us of the, the the virtues inside of us that are that are continuing to grow as we grow you know so um yeah so we'll, we'll just hit a hit a con, hit upon uh, a couple other things here and then we'll get into some other stuff um so uh the other thing practice talking about dreams and dream concept which is exactly what we're doing and be patient be patient and vigilant so again just the the reiteration why why we do this dream broadcast and again for everybody here uh, i really 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 want to be able to invite you to like join in on air for next dream class broadcast so again if you're interested in that send me a direct message uh for our synergy circles i like to keep those specific to leading members which are 11 a month patreon supporters but for the dream classes depending on like how many people are currently attending based on leading members and people are busy all the time so there's often openings but i want to oftentimes be able to keep the dream classes open to people who may not be leading members all you have to do is just message me ahead of time if you're just like hey i want to be able to like practice talking then like let me know because again i created this space for you for us for you to come on air and to practice talking that way so that you can get better at vocalizing and verbalizing and then you can bring these conversations further out into the community because again as much as i enjoy doing these broadcasts and, and 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 i'm grateful for katie to be here and for talking about these things uh again like 
I wouldn't want to just do a broadcast where it's literally just me talking to you guys every week about the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. That's not the intention. The intention here is to create the space for you to practice talking. And I appreciate you guys doing that, you people, the children of the earth, by even being here in the live chat, by leaving your comments and by, by commenting on Instagram. That is also very useful too. Like I know even the other day when I put up that question about where do we go when we dream? And, and I might read some of those comments in the next little bit. Uh, one person in particular, they literally said, um, you know, they, they said, uh, apologies if that's confusing to read. It's the first time I've tried to explain it and I'm still trying to make sense of it myself. So again, like that's kind of the idea is that these are very out there ideas and we need to practice explaining them so that we can practice making sense of them so that we can practice crystallizing them into ways so that if someone were to come up to you and be like, Hey, pop quiz, tell me what you think about dreams. You'd be able to be like, Oh, sweet. Here's here's something that I can say. Here's something that I want to be able to say. So again, practice. This is all just practice about being able to talk about dreams so that we can become like better, better messengers for the dream yoga, for the dream practice, advocates of it, examples of it, and help encourage other people to be a part of, of this, to bring this into a part of their life as well. And, um, and again, just the final note on here, be patient and vigilant. So again, consistency, consistency is the key that only you can create for yourself. So when it comes to the dream practices, it's not going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, I tried it for two days and it didn't work. It's one of those things where it's like, you got to be patient with it. You got to stick to it. You got to understand that like the fruit is worth the labor and that you can do this and that your patience is seen. And sometimes your patience is intentionally tested. You know, like that's the idea is that like, oh, what? Like nothing's coming to you just yet. Like stick with it. It will come. And again, it will come like even with more bounty because of the fact that you've proved to the universe that like you are showing up right so it's kind of like it's kind of like a threshold where the universe is like kind of standing there and it's kind of like it's like it's like who here thinks they are worthy to receive the wisdom of the dream space prove it to me by standing at my temple gate for 10 days and nights and then you know like after a couple nights a couple people leave and then three nights later more people leave seven nights in there's only a couple people left and then on the 10th night there's only one person still standing at the gate and then the dream genie lets them in and it's said come welcome to my kingdom and take what you need of my bounty right sounds kind of like a cool story it's like a kind of like aladdin kind of kind of but again you know it's kind of like this thing that understand that there are going to be a lot of people who will try to pick up this habit who will fail quote unquote fail meaning they will just let it go for the time being they'll probably try picking it up again if it's something that they feel called to do but observe the part of yourself that actually like wants to let this go like that is like kind of like this ego that is like the competition within inside of you it's all mind so you literally use this as a practice to be able to become more mindful and to to pay attention to those parts in yourself that that will just be like meh it's not important to write down my dreams it's not worth it it's not worth it to like not smoke cannabis it's not worth it to not watch netflix before bed i'm more comfortable doing this i want to stay in my lane i want to do what i'm familiar with pay attention to that and challenge that whatever like do the harder choice whatever is like the impulse that's just kind of like the baseline of like hey this is what i've always done this is easy pay attention to that become more aware of it and again use that as a chance for you to develop more vigilance so that you can kind of like jump off that point and to be able to like prove to the genie that you're worthy 
of like the magic that they have to be able to share for you. So again, it's kind of the patience part is a big thing within our human culture. And as cultures shifted and things have become more instantaneous, our patience has become less and less and less. And as a result of this, this is again, why I've kind of talked about this as a mass culture. It's like our dreams have been hijacked or, or they've been kind of like sabotaged or they've kind of been like stolen from us. And people don't even realize it. It's like, it's like, Oh, here have fascination, fascination, fascination. And don't worry about your dreams because there's nothing there that, that, that you need that we can't give you type thing but we need to change the story we need to change the script we need to know that there is value to being able to pay attention to our dreams and we need to know that this is like an ancient practice that calls forth patience like imagine if this was like hundreds of years back in the day and you were just a farmer imagine how much easier it'd be for you to be able to like show up with practicing your dreams and imagine what it was like for people to dream back then maybe it was different maybe they didn't dream in the most fantastical ways maybe the fact that we are where we are right now means that like the veil is thinner and maybe the dreams are actually like even more potent type type thing they're more rich there's more sustenance that's like literally like bringing forth like more information right now uh for this time and age for us to be able to like you know really really be able to receive it to bring it forth so again pay attention to your dreams not just for you not just for your fascinations not just for the glory that the genie will give you but to be able to do it to literally be able to help create momentum and usher in more consciousness for this world and to help lead by example and invite others to do the same uh it's a very noble thing to be able to practice awakening your consciousness through the dream through the dream space uh, as part of your spiritual practice so um we'll uh, uh, uh we'll move into some next part i want to be able to read from that book in a second um uh, Katie, any thoughts, uh, related to the idea of being patient and vigilant with dreams? Like, have you found that that, how has that shown up as a challenge for you? Have you found yourself kind of, uh, at times kind of like your, your patience being tested and, and, and how do you feel your patience is now that you've kind of like created a little bit of momentum so far and momentum is a very important thing. We'll talk a little bit about that in a bit, but yeah, go ahead, Katie. I think my patience is tested when I start comparing myself to other people, when I hear others talk about how exciting their dreams are, and I want to experience that too. I feel like because I want it bad enough, it should just happen immediately, just like that. <laughs> and and in in life, things for the most part don't just come just like that, like you do have to appreciate the journey to get there and then it makes it more worth it and you you've learned something on that journey like I what I really resonate with is that we are here to learn and continuously learn and we're not going to learn anything if things are just given to us so I think it's important to um it especially if you want to have more um what would you call it when you respect yourself more and you value yourself more and your experiences more instead of comparing to other people and thinking, well, they must know more than me because they're having all these epic dreams and they're so much more cooler than me. None of that matters. So I think that's also part of patience is trusting your own journey and knowing that it's different than others. And, and, um, um, even appreciating the stages that you go through like right now I'm still like you said there's three stages to it there's dream recall dream awareness dream awakening 
I'm definitely still in dream recall. And I hope that the more I just keep writing what I remember, even if it is repetitive or it just seems to be an accumulation of what I've gone through for that day, I'm still valuing it. And if I was thinking I just want to get to the end zone right away, I wouldn't be taking the time to value the stages. And even when you're trying to learn anything, like for example, with my dancing, I can't just look at another dancer and be just like her. You need to go down to the basics, break it down slowly. And then once it starts feeling more comfortable and you get that muscle memory, then you start drilling it. And then once you feel really happy about doing it, that's when you know you're ready to receive the flow because you've been patient and, and honored your own timeline to get there. Yeah, I like that. It's, I, I think what you said is very powerful. And I'm sure a lot of people resonate with that the idea of our patients being tested when we compare ourselves to others. Um, that's such a common thing we see others and, and they're there and, and we want to be there or we think we're not good enough to be there or we think we'll never get there type thing. Um, and, and I'm sure that's something that we can all relate to. But again, I think it's really just kind of in a sense, like celebrating and being inspired by the fact that there are people having these experiences because it shows what's possible within all of us. And then just again, just being able to like focus on where we need to, you know, like pay, pay attention. Like, is that the ego kind of being, you know, like re relating to that? And usually it is. But if we just kind of be like, oh, sweet, you know, like we're all evolving together. And as that person unlocks more in their dreams, then that kind of creates more space for me to unlock more in my dreams. And um, yeah, and really just seeing that as another way for, for us to be able to be like more patient. And like you said, to be able to like enjoy the journey, enjoy the experience. Like we, if we were to just, again, and that's why I kind of get scared of the idea of like in the future, are we literally just going to have a pill that's going to like allow us to access our dreams? And I feel like that could happen or I feel like technology is already kind of getting us there. But I feel if we do that, it kind of, it skips this step of like the patience that is created. And then I feel there's probably some like double-edged, you know, like sword to, to kind of making that choice, so to speak. But we want to be able to do it, you know, the, the honest and humble way. And, 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 and I think there's a lot of credence to that. And I think, you know, there's a lot of people who um, will tell you, you know, you can like use like certain, certain, and not to say using herbs is wrong and everything like that, but you can take certain pills that increase melatonin and things like that and things like that and things like that. Absolutely. If you want, if you feel called to experiment, feel called to experiment, but don't let that become a crutch for the actual practice that needs to take place. Because if you were to just be like, yo, this is what, this is how I dream. And all I got to do is take a pill. And then suddenly you run out of pills what are you going to do after that? Right? Like, are, are you that dependent on, on that external resource? So just being aware of that. Um, another comment actually came up, uh, in the, in the Twitch chat and I did just want to be able to address it real quick. I'm not sure if the person is tuned in still, uh, but they were just asking, what if someone is having dreams of like, like harming other people or like bad things? I'll just kind of interpret it from the idea of just kind of like, you know, like a, a dream where like, the, like they're doing something like unpleasant. Um, there's two ways that I would be able to, to address that. If it's like a recurring thing, uh, pay attention to your external environment and, and become more aware of what that may, of how that may be influencing your dreams. Because again, you know, like our dreams will become mirrors of their fascination. So say for example, uh, if you're playing games of like violent video games, then it's not uncommon for you to like have dreams where you're still like playing those violent video games. Like I've experienced that before where I literally play dreams, have dreams of me playing the video game, so to speak. Now the idea again, that it's like a violent video game, this isn't bashing video games. This is more just kind of looking at it from 
from like a practical mindset. Uh, if that's like your environment, then that will become like the reflection of your internal world. Because again, when you're not fully awakened within your dreams, it's like by default, dreams just become the fascinations, a mirror of the fascinations that you are already familiar with, you know? So like, and it's, this talks about this in the dream yoga book for those of you uh, who tuned in last month. And I encourage you to check that out uh, as well. But again, you know, it's like, that's why like, like, like the, the, the man on the construction line will dream about being on the construction line. The drunkard at the bar will dream about being at the bar type thing. And so it's like, if we get kind of like hooked into these fascinations, we'll become those fascinations. So we really have to be aware of like what our external reality is and how that is influencing our dreams. The other angle that I would just approach to this when we kind of like have those experiences where we see those unpleasant sides of ourselves within our dreams is that in the same way, when we have those pleasant experiences where it's like, yo, this is you as the hero. This is you as the cosmic badass. This is you being a beautiful, wonderful, loving person. And then you wake up and you're like, yes, 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 yes. Other times we'll have dreams where it will show us those darker sides, those shadow sides of ourself, not to sort of be like, hey, this is what you are, but more so for you to be able to like ask yourself and be like, do you choose to be this? Are you, are you like, like, cause this is inside of you, but do you want to continue like, like feeding that? And, and, and if, and if anything, you can kind of like see that and just love it as a lesson. Don't shame yourself for, for seeing it. Cause it's more so again, it's not to say that it was you. It's more kind of like a simulation or like a movie screen where you're kind of like seeing, oh, this is what would happen if I were like a total asshole to my friend. And then you wake up in the morning and you're just like, yo, that didn't feel good. Um, and, and if anything, it actually inspires me to become more mindful of my actions and to make sure that I don't accidentally unconsciously like hurt someone or something like that. So if you're having dreams where you're like harming other people or something like that, again, pay attention to your external reality and the fascinations that may be fueling that. But if it isn't so much your external fascinations, then again, just see it as a lesson for you to be able to become more clear on who you are here to be. You know, and, and so it's like understanding that we both carry the, the shadow and the light within us because there is no light without shadow and there is no shadow without light. But again, it's like seeing it, seeing it as a lesson and then allowing yourself to like become more clear on moving towards that path that that is like more in alignment with that choice. And so that's kind of like the way how I see that. So I just want to read a little bit of the answers based on the post that I put up uh, on Instagram the other day where I literally asked people, where do we go when we dream? Now, it was kind of interesting because there was a couple ways that people took this. One of the ways was like uh, the way that I intended was like uh, when I first wrote it is like, where do we go when we dream? It's more so kind of thinking like, where does our consciousness go in terms of like this dimension or another? Where do we go like to a space or something? Uh, but some people read it and, and they they read it as like, where do I go in terms of what, where do I visit? What what scenarios am I in when I dream? So we kind of got a couple different responses here, um, but I'm just going to read through these real quickly. So, uh, for everybody who left a comment on these, thank you so much. So, uh, I'm just going to read through some of the answers here. So Moonwolf says home, and that's what I was talking about home with a heart sign. So I think that's, that in itself is such a powerful thing. Like, where do we go when we dream? We go home, you know? Um, yeah. And that's like, uh, just kind of, oof, man. Like when I think about that, like, even though this is like kind of related, not directly related, but it is related. I definitely think of things, uh, I think of like Wizard of Oz and I think of Peter Pan at the same time because both of those were very much like going to another dimension, going to the dream space and actually like 100%, 100% the Peter Pan stories like Neverland is the dream space. 
it doesn't like explicitly say it but a hundred percent it is like that is like actually like what it's supposed to be representing again as a parable like you think about it the kids were asleep in bed and then like you know peter pan shows up in their window and then they kind of go but then they wake up and they wake up the next morning and they're in their beds again it's like the imagination of the child but again even when you think about what the dream space of peter pan was teaching us if you go back and watch those movies one of the main things was like oh as you think, so shall it become. If you think, so shall you fly, you know, like think you can fly, you can fly, right? So it's like, go back and watch your Peter Pan movies and literally understand that that was like the awakening of the dreamer within the dream. So I'm going to read through this a little bit quicker and uh, just hit upon these real quick. So Henry says, subconscious internal sandbox for creative simulations. Very cool. I think that's a good way of putting it. Uh, Madar says, to, uh, to other worlds, I don't know. Great. Person, like, waking up to the curiosity. Um, uh, Saku Art says, a world that is completely our own. Uh, again, very, very beautiful way of just putting it. I'm just going to kind of read through these. I'm not going to comment on each one. Uh, Amirish says, we visit the parallel universes. Leticia says, and this was a person who said, hey, this is my first time explaining this. I hope it made sense. They said, um, I'm not sure whether we're going to alternate planes of existence or entering other people's perceptions of a different reality or something else entirely. My dreams take me from one place to, to place, some more realistic than others and not always as myself, if that makes sense. Sometimes I'm observing the experience... <clears throat> others i seem to be deeply involved then there are times when i feel as though i am both the content and the observer like my consciousness has split itself to be able to partake in and take notes at the same time some places are very familiar others i don't recognize but i still feel like i've been there before sometimes i had the idea we are in our own we we are we enter our own other selves when we sleep um yeah so quick comment on that again i think I think it's beautiful because again, I don't know how much that person has gotten that idea from something they read in a book, but I guarantee you that's like very much just them speaking from their soul. And again, that's the thing is I think when you start asking people like, where do we go when we dream? They don't need to be told by some teacher from a textbook in high school. Oh, this is what happens. I think intuitively, if you ask people, they'll be like, yo, like there's like, we're going to other dimensions. We're like, you know, like we're entering the inner space. We're entering the space where like all is mind. And, you know, we see in these beautiful lessons. Um, so again, I think that was a very, very, very cool way of putting it. And again, just a quick note on acknowledging the fact that, you know, within our dreams, yeah, we're not always dreaming about being ourselves. Sometimes we're dreaming about being in another person's shoes. Sometimes we're dreaming about being outside of ourselves. Again, it's the many different ways in which the universe can help deliver us a message. Uh, oftentimes when you think of dreams, I often like to think of dreams in comparison to movies. So what we have as movies in today's society is very much a physical version of like a, like a fractal of what dreams are. And so when you think about it, you know, like uh, you watch a movie, it's something that's conducted. It's something that's laid out, but essentially it's like an it's an empathy emulator. It's literally there to help put you into that shoe, to help give you that experience. And that's why when people watch movies, they enjoy them so much because it was like, oh, that was such a ride. I got to experience the highs, the lows, the, the, the glory, the defeat, the rise back up. And, and then you kind of like go through that experience and you, and you learn from it, you grow from it. And then you just kind of like walk away from it afterwards at the same time. Uh, dreams can kind of do that where it kind of runs us through the simulation. It runs us through this empathy simulator, sometimes as us as a character, sometimes as another person as a character. And then you kind of like wake up from it and you don't really have the consequences of having done that uh, sort of thing, but you still get the experience of it. So when we look at dreams, dreams are literally us as humans emulating our natural like 
sort of metaphysical nature of how we relate to dreams in the physical reality. And if you look at other things within physical reality, like a lot of things in physical reality actually emulate uh, things of our spiritual nature as well, which I'll talk a little bit more about some other time. Psychedelic Dream Warrior says, uh, we go to where we have always been. Mm, exactly. Uh, Morphic Crystal, who is in the chat as well, says, wherever our soul finds home. Again, another reference to home. Uh, uh, Riva, Riva says, the Dream Lodge. Uh, Jay Flynn, JC Flynn says, I see my family that have passed through the veil and often random people I know are awake. So again, another person talking about seeing family who have passed on. Uh, Oz says, and one of our Patreon supporters, uh, fourth dimension or astral plane. Awakening synergy says, depend on frequency and intention. That's very interesting. I like that. Where do we go when we dream? Depends on our frequency and our intention. So it's like the astral plane is like a big space we can go to different spaces within that space and it depends on our frequency and our intention. Again, I'm just going to read through these really quick because I want to get close to wrapping up this broadcast soon because I'm getting pretty tired and I have to play hockey in the morning. And uh, I of Solara says, excellent question. I wrote this down to ask a panel last month, but the discussion got moved to next month. I think it's the fourth or fifth dimension where our true self is experiencing the realm of possibilities and dreams are glimpses of that as well as the dimensions where we can move a bit more freely within the universal mind. We, of course, can access the universal mind as 3D dimensional humans, but our brains sometimes limit the fullness of what we can perceive and are perceiving, so I think it's all tied to the dreams. Very good, very good. Um, Brendan, one of our one of our Patreon supporters, says, I think we dream within a different dimension slash density where different rules, uh, with different rules, maybe living out different possible timelines as well absolutely again i like that idea that like when we go when we dream is actually like maybe parallel lives um and harley says i dream that i'm in poland and i see my granddad uh so again another person kind of talking there about seeing people and interacting with them so yeah all uh very interesting questions um and katie just to be able to pass it over to you uh just like off you know again if, if someone were to just ask you this like where do we go when we dream uh what answer do you do you think you would share in that moment if you would like to practice I think when I think about where we go when I dream it, I guess I really resonate with the term of home too, where everything can be created with thought. Because to me, even just walking in everyday life, I feel like I'm going to change that to this and I'm going to view that as that. So I practice what I see in my dream, seeing it now. So I feel like it would be a more place feeling like where we originally came from and we see glimpses of it. That's how I would explain it. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very like simple yet beautiful and very poetic way of being able to think about the dreams. And and I think it, again, it's a very comforting thing. I think as humans, we have this, we have this natural tendency to feel very disconnected from the world. We live in this illusion of separation. And I think again, if if what if our culture, what if our society really began to like support that idea of like being spiritual beings and when we dream it's like literally us returning to our home to our spirit realm to this place where we can connect with astral beings and it's like it would probably change the way we even like think about death as well you know it's like it's like there's where we are in the third dimension and then there's like other dimensions and there are still people there and they still exist and they can still interact with us and we can still go there and things like that you know again it's just there's so much hope and mystery and just like 
purpose that is like just waiting for us in the dream space and again a lot of people who ask these big questions of you know like what is there beyond this realm what is there you know life beyond death and everything like that i think a lot of this there's truth to be discovered through practicing our dreams so very cool all right um so again thank you so much everyone for being a part of this broadcast i'm gonna read one chapter from this book and uh and and then from there we're just gonna go into our closing meditation um yeah i think it it probably it's probably just gonna be one because i don't want it to be too long and um before we do that though uh katie just double check if you need to jump off at any point that's totally cool and thank you again for being here and um is there anything else or or just kind of touching base let me know if you need to head out soon and if there's anything else you want to share before you head out uh absolutely i would love to stay longer but i feel like i'm slowly falling asleep here too (laughs) right (laughs) but i i wish that i had the energy to stay up and and show my respect to what you're doing but i feel like i should go to bed no problem um actually we did mention earlier did you want to is there anything from your book that you wanted to read just before if you're okay doing that or it's up to you yeah uh, something that has been coming up all this week that i noticed is similar the main thing is zombies for some reason (laughs) almost every dream has zombies and they all have different parts to it like it starts off with zombies then i'm at a concert with random people and then i'm arguing with people that i'm actually arguing with in my life right now so it does really feel reflective of what i'm going through except for the zombies (laughs) but uh I think that if I keep up with it, it'll slowly start to shift. And I'm having so much um, detail that even when I read it now, like I'll just see if I can quickly find an example. Um, Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, just really random things that kind of seem realistic, but then there's a slight subtlety that isn't normal, like you said. So I'm really looking forward to paying attention to those things that don't make sense in regular life. Like this one part of my dream, I'm watching a concert, but then Sasquatch comes out and a kitten starts doing acrobats on like a bar and i'm looking at it like this is really strange but this must be part of the concert and then all these animals start coming and doing a parade like really dangerous animals and everybody's cheering them on and stuff and i'm sitting there like oh my god this is kind of scary and that should have been the moment that i clicked in and thought this must be a dream but i just kept seeing it as normal and i'm really excited to get to that point where it triggers my mind to pay attention uh just go back there you said you dreamt of sasquatch yeah yeah that's funny because i actually had like a sasquatch dream now now i'm like remembering it as you said that and that was like after the lecture um (laughs) there was like oh i can't again i'm trying to like remember remember but i know like i know there's like some element of sasquatch and i've dreamt of sasquatch uh a few times yeah there was like one time where i like I was like, I was like jumping super high and I like caught up to them in the woods and stuff like that. Um, any, any thoughts on like the Sasquatch appearing in your, like you said it was on stage. It was part of the concert or whatever. Or? Yeah. He came from like the side of the stage and just walked in and then people slowly started to pay attention to them. 
and then they realized that it was part of what we were supposed to see Interesting. and then everybody started to look in that direction interesting and um real quick with the zombies is that like have you are you fascinated with zombies to begin with like do you watch zombie things or no halloween they, coming up they or? gross me out <laughs> yeah but i always have kind of like survival dreams like i said where i'm protecting mm. people or fighting what you would call bad guys um i get really excited about having to survive in an apocalypse kind of scene right and, yeah and they uh yeah like uh, what i had here is that i was climbing scaffoldings and buildings trying to make sure that i didn't get killed and it i don't know if you've seen the movie mad max but it kind of had that feel to it where everybody was interesting like um it, people were kind of against each other but then you mm. have to remember there's an even greater threat than each other Mm, so i'm really interested when i get to the point where i'm going to read back and look at them how many things kind of pop out but as i'm writing it i'm trying not to judge what i'm writing and i'm trying not to have an opinion or explain it i'm just writing exactly what i saw and then later on i can figure out if anything seems like it means yeah yeah And, and again i think going back to practical tips that's a great thing for people listening is to like yeah, don't judge your dreams. Just write them out. Do it like a again. You're almost like a a, a reporter, and just be very objective, and then and then go back. So yeah, no, it's great to hear that. Um, w- is there anything there that you would even just kind of like be able to read just like a small paragraph just to give people like an example of kind of like how you how you write, like what it sounds like when you write? Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Um, So, ended up driving to Strathroy's Giant Tiger to seek shelter and safety. Once inside it, it was normal, no more zombies. I was eating some food inside. I saw some friends I knew and began walking around the store, talking to them casually. I felt inspired to work there. I told the staff, who were very friendly, that I could help make the store successful. This happy Chinese guy came up to me and explained all the staff they hired to make this company run the best they can. They hired translators to teach the Chinese people who had immigrated there to speak English so they can better serve their customers. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Very very strange. (laughs) And and, and again, I think it's kind of cool because like, you can obviously see like your personality kind of like show it's like in the middle of apocalypse and you're just just like hey i could really like help you guys out here and stuff like that you know just like that's exactly how i am it's very cute yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's all that's wonderful though awesome (laughs) sweet all right well again katie thank you so much for joining in on the broadcast We'll, we'll, we'll read this and then we'll just go into a closing meditation but yeah any closing words of even just like motivation or gratitude that you would like to share please go right ahead I'm very thankful that you asked me to do this because it's making me face some fears of speaking what's on my mind because I'm always afraid that I'm going to word it in a weird way or I'm just going to come up here and say, hi, I'm Katie and have nothing else to say. So I'm really happy that you're helping me kind of take some steps forward into being one with everybody else and not being afraid and holding back. Um, 
because I'm on my phone, I can't see who's all in the YouTube chat. But if I were able to, I'd totally be saying hi to everybody and thanking them for being up wherever they are and participating. Um, I wish everybody a sweet dream tonight. <laughs> and I guess I'll use this opportunity to just send as much love as I can to everyone who's willing to receive it and know that um, heart to heart, everybody is important. Everybody matters. Everybody's here to help in whichever way they are, whether it's just being alive and breathing and taking care of those around them, or if they have big dreams of making a big impact, it all matters. And um, I just, I'm so happy that we've been able to find each other. And thank you for putting yourself out there like a light for everybody to see. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you again, Kate. And and yeah, no, going back to like the first time me and Kate met, it was at a it was at a super dope mansion house party, the good vibes only party, and we were doing tarot readings. So the first time we met was like me doing a tarot reading for her. And uh yeah, flash forward a few months later and here we are. So super awesome. And uh Kate, real quick, uh can I have your permission to add in your Instagram link into the show notes if people wanna connect with you there? Yeah, I just don't know what it is without me looking it up. <laughs> I got, I already, I already got it taken care of. No worries. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the free, free spirit living, right? I think so. Like that's, yeah. yeah that's with the dots. They would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be how they would find you. So yeah. yeah. Cool. Awesome. So yeah, for everybody, uh, I'll post a link into the Instagram, into the YouTube chat. So if you guys want to add Kate, you can add her and, and even just, you know, comment on a post or just be like, hey, I saw you in the broadcast <laughs> and uh, I'll include it into the show notes as well for those of you listening in the future. And Kate, thank you so much again. And uh, yeah, sending lots of good vibes. I feel like just by you doing this broadcast is, again, going to kind of like influence the dreams, even just possibly for tonight, because, again, it's mm -hmm. it's sending out a very powerful message to the universe to say, like, yes, I care about dreams. Yes, I'm interested in dreams. And yes, I'm here to receive more of the dreams so yeah please feel free to keep in touch and uh yeah we'll be back here next month and you're totally welcome to join again so thank you kate thank you awesome bye. all right dream well good night thank you bye guys bye all right awesome all right so thank you again everyone for joining in and uh, we're going to, again, just kind of like move through the rest of the broadcast here. Uh, just me solo, but that's okay. Um, I'm going to be uh, reading through uh, the chapter of the book that I have here, which is Dream Yoga, Consciousness, Astral Projection, and the Transformation in the Dream Space. And again, this is a book by Samuel and War, who is, uh, he's like one of the main teachers of the Gnostic Association, which is again, like the teachings that uh, are what, what were based, what the lecture that we went to were based off of. And I really encourage you to go back to that. And you can even find this book as like an audio book on YouTube already. So like somebody else is reading it. So if you're interested, you can go uh, check it there as well. And, um, yeah. And then after that, we're just going to do a short guided meditation where we go to the dream tree. For those of you who aren't familiar with that, uh, the dream tree is again, like this, like shared vision of a dream of a tree within the dream space. And then we kind of go, we meditate on it for a bit. Uh, and then that's pretty much it. And then we like set that intention of being able to return to the space. Cause again, I feel that like us doing this, like from my vision, us like showing up and having these broadcasts and creating space and encouraging more people to do this is so that more and more of us 
us can become like badass like dream wizards and and then in like you know like five years from now less than that like we can literally like every night like show up like with lucidity with consciousness with intention with awareness and be able to utilize that shared dream space in the same way we're like using the internet now imagine if we can do that through the dream space every single night to be able to like share knowledge wisdom and information so cool all right so let's get right into this this is not a long chapter and then we'll get into our closing meditation and then we'll be done. So less than, I'd say less than 20 minutes. Uh, and thank you again, everyone, for being here. By you being here, you're sending out that message to the dream to share, to show that you care. So um, yeah, by you being here, this is going to like help your dream practice as well. All right. <clears throat> Chapter four, dreams and visions of dream yoga consciousness astral projection and the transformation of the dream state for chapters one to three you can go back and check out the uh past broadcast that we did if you'd like but again i think this will still be relative gnostic students must learn the difference between dreams and visions to dream is only to dream is one thing and to have visions another a truly awakened gnostic can cannot dream only those who have the consciousness asleep uh, live dreaming the worst type of dreamer is the sexual dreamer those who live dreaming of carnal passion stupidly waste their creative energy in the satisfaction of their fantastic pleasures ordinarily these people do not progress in their business they fail in every sense they end up in misery when we look at a pornographic image it strikes the senses and then passes to the mind the, the psychological quote-unquote I intervenes in these affairs by stealing the erotic image in order to reproduce it to the mental plane. Thus, in the world of the mind, the image is transformed into a living effigy. During sleep, the dreamer is fornicating with that living effigy, which, like an erotic demon, tempts the dreamer for the satisfaction of the lust. Uh, again, for those of you who aren't familiar, like this book is like totally like it really cuts through a lot of the bullshit and kind of like calls us out on a lot of stuff, uh, which I think is like super, super fascinating. So again, like this is just kind of like talking about the idea that again, you know, our fascinations become our dreams. So if we're fascinating, like over lust and pornography, then like that will show up in our dreams and kind of prevent us from going further, uh, with our dreams. So um, and again, obviously the sexual energy is the creative energy, which is actually like a very important fuel, uh, to be able to help like support us on, uh, being able to like access more places within the dream state. So, uh, thank you again, everyone for hanging out and for caring. The outcome is wet dreams with all their horrible consequences. Therefore the true devotees of the path must, must not visit cinemas because they are dens of black magic. The erotic figures of the screen give rise to mental effigies of erotic demons. In addition, the cinemas are full of diabolical elementals created by the human mind. Those malignant elementals damage the mind of the spectator. Uh, again, this book is like very opinionated and perhaps like more of the time that it was written. So I'm not going to say that I fully agree with everything in here. Uh, but again, it's kind of more so saying that like by by like constantly surrounding ourselves with fascinations with you know like you know visions of entertainment that are not always like serving our soul uh it continues to kind of like take away our own creative abilities and our creative magic within this dimension and the dream space because it fuels it, it, it like it like frames our subconscious the subconscious mind creates fantastic dreams within the dream within the realms of dreams the quality of dreams depends on the beliefs of the dreamer so there that's really important the quality of dreams depends on the beliefs of the dreamer. 
When someone believes we are good, he dreams about us seeing us as angels. When someone believes we are bad, he dreams about us seeing us in the form of a devil. That's interesting, the way how it's saying, like, us. Like, us as in, like, kind of, like, the, the higher conscious aspects of the dream. Uh, as if, again, like, there's us. Like, there's us, me, and you, the dreamer. And then there's, like, another us that is, like, the curator of the dream. is the messenger. And based on how we show up into that dream, we will either perceive that messenger as being, like, an angel or a demon. Many things come into our memory whilst writing these lines. In the past, when we, the brethren, so again, that's what the we, the brethren, uh, which would be like the higher council or something, worked in various, or no, that's, no, the brethren is more sort of referring to like the Gnostic group, worked in various countries. We were able to observe that while our Gnostic disciples believed in us, they dreamed seeing us as angels. It was sufficient for them to stop believing in us, for them to then dream about us being demons. Those who swore before the altar to follow and obey us admired us with great enthusiasm and dreamed seeing us as being angels. Many times it was not enough for those students to have read a book or to have listened to some lecture in order for them to become uh, affiliated with a new school. Then, having stopped believing in us, having changed their concept and opinions, they dreamed about us, seeing us changed into devils. Then, which, which clairvoyance do these people possess? What... What became of their clairvoyant dreams? What type of clairvoyant is that which today sees us as gods and tomorrow affirms that we are devils? Where is the clairvoyance of these dreamers? Why do these people contradict themselves? Why do they swear today that we are gods and tomorrow swear that we are devils? What is this? The subconsciousness is a screen upon which many internal films are projected. Okay, that's really, 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 really important. The subconsciousness is a screen upon which many internal films are projected. Nowadays, the subconsciousness sometimes acts as a cameraman, other times as a director, and also as a projectionist who projects images onto the mental background. It is clear that our subconscious projector usually commits many errors. No one, no one ignores, uh, no one ignores that erroneous thoughts, groundedless. Ground, groundless, suspicious, and false dreams emerge onto the screen of the mind. We need to transform the subconscious into the consciousness to stop dreaming, to awaken the consciousness. Whosoever awakens is incapable of dreaming. Thus, while his physical body sleeps within the bed, he lives in a state of intensified vigilance within the internal world. Some people are authentically illuminated seers. We frankly cannot accept clairvoyants who have not awakened their consciousness. We cannot accept clairvoyants who have not engaged, who have not engendered the Christ astral, Christ mind, and Christ will. Those clairvoyants who have neither awakened consciousness nor possessed their Christic vehicles can only see their own beliefs and concepts in the internal worlds. In short, they are useless. Only those awakened clairvoyants, only those clairvoyants who already possess their Christic vehicles are worthy of true credit. They are not dreamers. They do not make mistakes. They are true illuminated, illuminatis, illuminates, illuminates. Some people are, in fact, true masters of the White Lodge. The visions of this class of sublime humans are not simple dreams. They are the masters of perfection, the kind of master cannot dream anymore the class of master can investigate the memories of nature and read in the sealed archives of the creation all the history of earth and its races that's pretty interesting i'll just read that 
This class of master can investigate the memories of nature and read in the sealed archives of creation all the history of the earth and its races. So again, it's like really, really uh, just like opening up the idea that again, you know, like as we kind of like continue to evolve our abilities within the dream, again, it allows us to like begin to see beyond space and time to literally begin to like see and ask questions of, you know, like what is like, what is the history of the universe past, present and future? Everyone who follows the path of the perfect matrimony should live alert and vigilant as a watchman in the time of war, because during the hours of sleep, the master, the masters test their disciples. Okay, that's that's super important. This line here. Everyone who follows in the path of the perfect matrimony should live alert as a vig and vigilant as a watchman in the time of war, because during the hours of sleep, the master tests their disciples. So that idea of being vigilant, like a watchman at the time of war. So a watchman at the type of war would be like the person standing on the tower, standing on the tower, kind of like looking on the horizon for the enemy to appear. So you would always need them to be vigilant. You'd always need them to be aware. This is basically just encouraging us to be like that degree of vigilant with our dream space. So like always allow us to be able to like, you know, keep our eyes open for like when things begin to appear out of the dream space that are meant for us to be able to pay attention to. Uh, yet the tr uh, the timbrous ones attack us during sleep when we are working in the great work. Thus, during sleep, we have to pass through the many ordeals of the internal worlds. When the masters are going to test the disciple is in something, then they awaken the disciple's consciousness. Last part. When the masters are going to test the disciple in something, then they awaken the disciple's consciousness. So again, this is a dream yoga book for those of you who are asking consciousness, astral projection and the transformation of the dream state by Samael and war. I put in the, uh, the information for it down in the YouTube chat. So you can at least get the title. You can find it on like eBooks. Uh, you can download it on Kindle and stuff like that. If you're interested in it, this book was written quite some time ago. Um, and again, I just find it like very interesting. And again, not to say that me reading it is like to say like, Hey, this is what I believe, or this is how I'm communicating it but kind of reading it together to just be able to like look at something uh, that's written in such a ma manner coming from people who have like experienced a lot when it comes to these dream practices and are simply here to put to like put things in front of people to be able to help assist them and to be able to help people cut through their bullshit. And uh, again, to be able to provide people with like practical tips that, that they can integrate into their own practices as well. So that's all I'm going to read for now. And now I just want to be able to move into our closing meditation. So thank you again, everyone for being here. And again, the intention of this broadcast is just to be able to like help create space to practice talking about these topics for us, for me on the broadcast, Kate, who joined us tonight for everyone in the YouTube chat, for those of you who are leaving comments afterwards, again, please feel free to continue these discussions, even on Instagram with your family, with your friends. And again, take what we mentioned here tonight and use this as inspiration. Are you, do you have your dream journal ready? Are you going to clean up your room? Are you going to, you know, like kind of cut back on cannabis if that's a thing for you? How are you going to bring that intention into your dreams? And again, with what we talked about tonight, still only just scratching the surface. There's always like so much more to be able to get into when it comes to this topic. And if you are interested, I really encourage going back and checking out past dream class broadcasts because everyone, everyone's kind of different. Everyone kind of like brings it in from a different angle, depending on where we uh, happen to be uh, approaching it from. So thank you again, everyone, for being a part of this broadcast. And for this next part, we're just going to go into a very simple guided meditation. And again, the, the intention of this meditation is to be able to uh, help us like work towards the idea of shared dreaming. And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to pull up an image here 
And so this is a this is the image of the dream tree um, that we use during this broadcast as part of the promo art. And again, the vision that we've created here is the idea of like being able to access this dream space, this shared dream space uh, collectively as uh, as individuals at night to be able to like show up there in a shared dream. So give me two seconds here. I'm just going to uh, pull up the image here um, in two seconds. So again, for those of you, maybe you've never had, maybe you've never had uh, a dream tree or sorry, a, a shared dream experience before, um, but they are possible. And so again, this is just kind of like laying the foundations for us to be able to open ourselves up to those possibilities as uh, as we continue to, again, further develop our practice. So give me two seconds here and I'm going to pull up this image and then I just invite everyone to get nice and comfortable and we're going to take you on a bit of a journey uh, to the dream tree. So there we go. So there's the image that you can see there. And again, the, the intention of doing this is to be able to practice meditation, send ourselves to the dream tree to practice focusing on it, to crystallize it, and for you to be able to use this imagination story as a way for you to be able to return to the dream space uh, later on as well in, in in this in this space, to be able to return to the dream, to be the dream tree in your dream space later on as well. So, all right. <clears throat> okay. So, for everybody here, just inviting you to get nice and comfortable, nice and relaxed. And we'll begin to move ourselves into this next stage of the meditation for this meditation. So just take a few breaths here. Relax your body. Move yourself into a place of stillness. Close your eyes. Connect with your breath. I want you to just take a moment here to express gratitude for yourself for showing up. For showing up to this broadcast. For showing up to this small meditation that we're going to do here together and to just send out a signal to the universe to just say to the universe to say to your soul to say to your higher self like yes yes i care about dreams yes i'm i am excited to be able to receive the wisdom and the gifts of these dreams i'm excited to be able to meet more of my soul i'm excited to meet others other dreamers through this shared space so gently begin connecting with your breath Gentle inhales through the nose. Gentle exhales through the nose and the mouth. Again, gentle inhale. Gentle exhale. Just feeling the breath fill your lungs. Relaxing your body a little bit more. Relaxing your feet, relaxing your shins. Relax your knees, your hips, your torso. Relax your chest, your shoulders, your arms, your back. Relax your neck, your jaw, your cheeks, your face, your ears, your head. Perfect. As you continue to breathe, gently we'll begin to bring our imagination 
to the forefront of our focus, turning our attention inwards, moving into this rich world that exists within our mind, within our soul. In this moment, gently begin by feeling dirt underneath your feet. Feel the texture of the dirt between your toes. You are standing in a field, a lush, rich, green field of grass, various heights of grass. And as you feel this grass underneath your feet with the dirt, even just putting a hand out to the side and touching some of the tall grass that may be next to you and feeling it between your fingers. What does it feel like? Bring as much awareness to your senses right now. Bring yourself into this space as much as you can right now through your senses. Imagine the feeling of the air on your skin in this space as you look off into the horizon. In the distance, you see the dream tree. This beautiful, majestic tree. You can imagine it in any shape or form that you choose. Maybe a giant oak tree or a willow tree. And you see it shining like crystal sparkles coming off of it. And above this tree, you can see the paradigm shift sigil floating like a beacon, like a portal, like a star emanating a vibration, calling forth the other dreamers to this space. And at a distance, you can see other dreamers at this tree. You can see them gathered here in community in celebration. You can feel a gravitation-like pull towards the dream tree, almost like a stream of water gently carrying you towards it. And as you feel this, you gently inhale and you notice the exact moment as your feet lift off the ground and you begin floating almost from navigating from a single point of light from your third eye or perhaps in your chest. And you feel yourself floating towards this dream tree again, almost as if you're being moved along the currents of a river. And you take a moment here to look up at the sky and you see the sky is incredibly beautiful. It is not simply a regular sky, but it looks like a celestial heaven. So you can see like the forms of nebulas in the sky where it looks like it's nighttime and daytime all at once. You begin approaching the dream tree. And as you do, you can see others gathered around it in more detail. And slowly you begin to move down towards the ground and you feel the exact moment when your feet make contact with the earth again. You look around as you see everyone sharing in communion, talking, making art, dancing, celebrating, giving massages, having discussion, enjoying each other's company and celebrating this gathering here in this space, this shared space for us to unite at as dreamers, as shifters, as light guardians. And so you take another moment here as you are now standing under the tree to look up, see how beautiful it is, observe it, observe it in detail, observe it in awe and wonder. And begin touching the tree. Touch it with your hands. Feel the texture of its bark on your fingertips. 
feel the energy of the tree beginning to move through your body as you make contact with it. And in this moment, gently bring as much attention as you can to this connection that you share with the tree and gently place your forehead against the tree and express gratitude for it. Speak to it. Speak to it as you would an elder and say thank you. Thank you to this tree for gathering us, for standing here, for sharing its wisdom with us. And you can imagine yourself hugging the tree, expressing a deep amount of love towards it. And as you do this, you also receive love as well. You receive this electrical pulsating energy moving from the tree through your arms, into your chest, through your body, through your feet, all throughout your chakras. And breathe deeply here connecting with the tree and as you do this simply by being focused here in these individual moments it crystallizes the dream it makes it real it forms it within our imagination this is literally us creating this space aligning with this space that already exists creating a gateway to it through our imagination through this realm of the magi you are a dream wizard this is remembering how to return to a place that you have already been. And so as a sense of familiarity flows through your body, again, this deep connection is shared with the tree. And take a few moments here in your own silence to just speak to the tree and also listen to the tree, knowing that with each moment that passes, it continues to crystallize this experience and it gives you a road, it gives you a path for you to follow back so that you can come back to this place in your dreams, in your meditations, in your imagination, knowing that a part of you is already there right now and you are simply choosing to align with it. So feel that familiarity of the space, the energy of it, the presence of it, the warmth of it, the community of it. And take a few breaths here in your own silence to speak to the tree and to listen and to hold gratitude in your heart. So take a few breaths here on your own, in your own silence, and I'll resume talking after you take a few breaths here, holding your focus within this part of the meditation. Gentle inhale, gentle exhales, and continue. Go ahead. Good. Continue to breathe. Feeling the texture of the tree against your body. Looking up to the branches again. Seeing the crystalline structure of it. The light shining through its branches. Gently release yourself from a hug. But simply sit yourself down at the base of the tree in a lotus position. Now with the tree trunk aligned to your spine. Look around again and observe the people here. 
see the familiar faces, the people who you have met through this community. You see myself somewhere. You see all sorts of familiar soul family gathered here. And so you set this intention of returning to this space, of saying yes to this moment, of allowing this to guide you back so that you too can continue to set the intention. Bring me to the dream tree. Show me the dream tree. I shall go to the dream tree. And so continue to sit here, straighten up your spine, feel the energy of the, energy of the tree moving through you, connecting through you the roots of it, the branches of it, you become it, an extension of it, another branch. And so as you sit here in this space, you observe around you, express gratitude again for all the beautiful people who are here, who are part of this community, express gratitude for yourself for showing up to this practice, express gratitude for the tree, express gratitude to the entire dream space gratitude to all beings and hold that in your heart take a few more moments here connecting with your breath we will conclude this meditation by continuing to imagine you sitting at the dream tree knowing that a part of you will continue to be here even as you continue beyond this meditation and knowing that you will be able to find your way back here through your intention and will so take a few more breaths. And as you do this, smile. And when you are ready, imagine yourself gently closing your eyes within your imagination and focusing your attention back to this physical body that you are in. Feeling the seat that you are on, wiggling your toes and your fingers. And when you are ready, gently bringing your awareness back to the space around you. And when you're ready, slowly opening your eyes. Perfect. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you again, everyone. And welcome back from your journey to the dream tree so if anybody has any comments about how that was for them go ahead please leave those in the chat and yeah again reminding you that this is a practice that you can continue that you can continue to just kind of like keep it in the back of your mind keep it in the forefront of your mind write it in your dream journal be like i am going to the dream tree tonight set that target set that intention as you fall asleep, think about that. Imagine yourself kind of like floating through the field and arriving to the dream tree as you fall asleep at night. Transition into that space as you begin your dream. So beautiful. Awesome. So with that said, we're going to conclude this broadcast. I don't even know how long this one was. I think it was like probably, I guess, over two hours, obviously. Maybe three hours. I'm not exactly sure, but that's all right. Uh, I had a wonderful time. So thank you again, everyone, so much for being able to join and make time to join this broadcast and for helping co-create it as well. Uh, for anybody here, please feel free to just leave some comment down in the chats. For those of you who are live, for those of you listening into the future, your gratitude and your expression, your engagement is always appreciated. So even if you listen to this, 
please feel free to send me a message. Please feel free to just send me a message, even on Instagram. Just be like, yo, I listened to this broadcast and I really enjoyed it. Like, seriously, uh, I don't hear it enough. And not to say like there's a certain amount that I expect to hear it, but I, I, I do hear it. But I would love to just be able to like invite you to know that it's always welcome. If you are one of the people who listen to this broadcast in the future, even on iTunes, and, and maybe you don't make a habit of commenting on the YouTube, that's totally okay. But please feel free to send me a message and just let me know. I always be love being able to hear from it. And I love being able to get your feedback. And I love always being able to evolve and help make these shows even, even more meaningful and beneficial for the community. So thank you. Thank you as well for, for again, just holding space and for your gratitude as well. So for anybody here in the live chat, if there's any, any last words that you just want to be able to share with the community, please go ahead and drop those into the chat and I'll read those on air real quick as we get close to wrapping this up. So for those of you here in the chat, 1111 balance, Morphic crystal, JM Manders, uh, again, free spirit living, Katie, Naki, uh, paper Druid and all sorts of other awesome people not having this, uh, Brendan, and I'm just scrolling up here on the chat to give any other shout outs, uh, cloud mystic and, uh, red rose grace. Thank you. One of our Patreon supporters as well. And Charles little, and anybody else who happened to tune into this broadcast at any point, thank you so much again. Uh, huge shout outs to all of you. 1111 Balance says, uh, that was so nice. I wanted to stay longer. Looking forward to going back tonight. Absolutely, right? So that's uh, that's a great way of putting it, 1111 Balance. So it's like kind of now that you've got it, kind, of got, kind of gotten a taste for that space, you can bring yourself there as well. And we've done other versions of that meditation where it's been a little bit longer. Uh, that was kind of, again, just like a very short one. So uh, Arnold saying thank you. Thank you, Arnold. Glad you were able to join in as well. And thank you to all of you on any platform, Twitch, uh, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you guys are tuned in from. Uh, quick note, uh, if you're tuning into this, please feel free to also subscribe uh, to uh, Paradigm Shift Radio on iTunes. And if you want, you can always leave us a review there uh, as well. That is always super appreciated. And I'll just put a link into the chat for um, those of you who are here on the chat right now. That way, so you can make sure that you're subscribed because that's where you can get your MP3s of the broadcast at any point. And again, be sure to check out more at paradigmshiftcentral.com where you can explore more conscious and shifting media that we create through the community. Tune in to more of these broadcasts, tune into past broadcasts. We've done over a million broadcasts so far. Uh, thank you, Woody. Thank you for tuning in as well. And um, yeah, and again, if you enjoy these broadcasts, know that simply by you being here, supporting, liking, sharing, commenting is a great way to support. And if you're in a position to do so, supporting on the Patreon is also incredibly useful by contributing a monthly micro contribution that helps support the work that I do, creating this content and holding space and creating all sorts of awesome stuff as my full-time devotion, my full-time job. And a lot of work goes into this pre-production, post-production as well. So thank you for helping support on Patreon to all our Patreon supporters. And again, that's a monthly micro contribution, $3, $5, $11 or more. And when you do that, you can also get discounts for items at the shop. You can get a a personal tarot reading with me. Uh, You can get one of our light guardian crystals as an additional pay what you wish contribution. Uh, You can get items such as the shift buttons and other cool tools to be able to help assist you on your journey. So if you haven't yet, 
please feel free to check out patreon.com forward slash Brendan Colton and add your support there when you can. And again, that is a great way to help us help more people. So thank you so much, everyone as well. So be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Mystic Spider-Man if you haven't already yet. And go ahead, send me a message. Send me a message about how your dreams are going. Like, let me know. Use me as like a little accountability friend to be like, yo, I started writing down my dreams last night and here's how they're going and things like that. Again, I'd love to be able to help hold space. And uh, yeah, you can also join our team chat, which you can, you can connect to through paradigmshiftcentral.com scroll down and that's our discord server and you can share your dream logs in the discord server as well and uh yeah thank you again so much everyone for being here so again get your dream journal clean up your room pay attention to cannabis use practice mindfulness and meditation practice evoking awe and curiosity of the world around you practice connecting with community talk to other people have these important discussions and practice approaching your dreams as a sacred ceremony and uh yeah there's so much more to be able to get into but we'll leave it at that for now so with that said my name is brendan aka skull babylon aka mystic spider-man thanking you so much for being here and for helping co-create another wonderful dream class presented on behalf of paradigm shift central so for all the shifters and for all the light guardians out there go out there keep waking up within the dream keep doing the work keep being patient keep being vigilant and as always keep it shifty much love thank you so much everyone and i will see you in the future dream well and i'll see you at the dream tree so yeah good job team good job team Woohoo! awesome and does it look like my outro music is playing no it doesn't but i'm gonna restart my music and i'm gonna i'm gonna play the music as my program restarts and crash because that's okay i just want to <laughs> the show doesn't officially end until i play the music right um let's see here we go is this gonna work there we go. Okay, here comes here comes the outro music. All right, thanks again, everyone. Enjoy the outro music. And uh, yeah, be sure to like that button on YouTube and subscribe and all that good stuff. All right, dream lucid. Have fun. I'll see you in the future. Much love. Special thank you again to Danny Leonardo, whose music is featured at the beginning and end of this broadcast. Be sure to check out more of her work in the information on the YouTube below. Thank you, Danny. <laughs>